This week on Face Off Hockey Show, boy, the Stanley Cup final hasn't been that spectacular. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about mediocre cup winning goaltenders because we might have one of those this year again. Um, Kyle Dubas really ruining the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, situation and uh, a three way deal, everybody. And this day five years ago, something really cool happened. It's Face Off Hockey Show. We're going to make you humble next. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Hi, it is me, Scotty Waz. I have clear glasses on. There's Johnny P over there. He's got a I'm Robertson here. Cup jersey on. I do. It's good times. The patch is huge. Yeah, no, it really is. Big, big and patch. Plus, like, it's in a weird spot, too. Well, I don't know where else they were going to put it I on know, these jerseys. That, I know, and that's There's the not thing. enough room from neck to bear. The C is, and A's were on this side. So, I mean, there was really only one spot to put it, I guess. I, I love this. Unless you were putting it, like, above on the shoulder, I would have been fine with it also on the shoulder over the NEHL patch. It's a nice unit of measure, bear, uh, bear to collar, ne- bear to neck. Neck to bear. Neck to bear. Yeah. yeah. So. Speaking of bears, I mean, now that Messi's coming to uh, to MLS, Sean Leahy showed me that he bought uh, tickets to the Inter Miami Red Bull game. So when he sells those, he told us that he's going to rent a real bear for the Black Bears <laughs> games for us. Bring it for the bring it for the banner raising. We didn't know what to do, like where to put it though, because he wanted to put it in the spot where Pierre Maguire is, but there is no Pierre Maguire spot. No. So we're just gonna put it in one of the team's um, penalty boxes, and then it just a it's a deterrent to not take penalties. That's true. So put it in the Black Bears box. There you go. And then that way, and I'll stand in the visitors box. Yeah, I think or, or Jib. I think Bob could fight it off if he needed to in that penalty box. If you need to, yeah, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. Yeah. Um, getting yeah. real bears when Sean Leahy's rich. Real bears when yeah when Sean Leahy gets that cash money. Um, that's good times. Good times. Messi coming in as Ibrahimovic, the guy who kind of I guess. Well, I guess Beckham started it, right? Beckham started it. Yeah, I was at the, I was at Beckham's first <clears throat> MLS game. Mm. I believe it was 2007. Mm. It was in DC at RFK, and it was nuts. It was like the most the first time I've ever seen people in the upper deck at RFK for a soccer game. There you go. Outside it, of the World Cup, I mean, they did it in the World Cup, but not for MLS games at that time. All so. comes together because Beckham is the owner, uh, co-owner of Inter Milan, apparently. Inter Miami. Inter Milan. Inter <laughs> Miami. Inter. Nope. Inter, Inter Milan. Ab I. And something called a Salford City. 
Yep, there you go. Take me down to Salford City where the grass is green and the, you know, the rest. Anyway, Johnny, what did you get up to this week? Oh, wow, what did I do? Um, we celebrated uh, Marcus Aurelius's birthday three weeks early. As you are wont to do. Yeah, in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That occurred. Uh, had a good dinner. Went to a place called Gunther & Company in Brewer Hill. Nice. Uh, good food. Uh, we had our own like private room. It was. It seemed like a scene from The Godfather, but nobody died. Well, I hear. I hear the. Uh, I, I know. I've heard of Gunther's before. I know the best. Uh, the best meal on the menu is the okay. chops. Mm. It's a wrestling joke. People will get that. <laughs> he does have good chops. It does it's good. Um, and then I went to my parents' house on Sunday for a bit because the children were at my parents' house while Mark and Brittany were out celebrating the birthday. And uh, the the tiniest of redheads decided that I lived at my parents' house. So she was wondering why I wasn't there. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> so uh, we all went over there, um, picked up my jersey today, Nice. done some workingness, playing golf this weekend. So yeah, most of the normal. When uh, I I did not get to go to the Annapolis Blues FC home opener though. Oh, um, they have uh, five total home games, I believe, and I've missed one. All right, twenty percent already <laughs> down. Um, so yeah, so that's uh that was pretty much pretty much the week. I'm getting uh, I'm getting back out, getting uh, calming down sleeping some after the trips um, my neighbors asked if i had gone and joined the circus and i was like no it's just in minnesota <laughs> and maine before that <laughs> and in maine the week before that so i was like hey the hockey team did well i traveled around with them yes. they're like oh okay and then i was like oh and by the way i'm leaving the country um <laughs> Can just look after my stuff please to which the response was uh it's so nice to not have kids, right? And I go, also remember, I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and single. <laughs> and I walked right back into my house and started working. <laughs> um, oh, I did uh, uh, home craft DIY some stuff. So I, I, I'm pretty certain I mentioned that um, I was the idiot who left the plastic base to my... Um, umbrella my deck umbrella i left the plastic bases outside filled with water oh. over winter um, oh i'm sure and that then did, didn't wreck one anything. of the one of the four days where it got below freezing the all the water in them froze and started leaking out the bottom because there were holes in the little plasticness <laughs> so i bought an entirely new set i was like well whatever they're on sale at the end of the season i'm just gonna buy a new set mm-hmm. went out there this week and i was like I wonder how many holes there are actually in these things. So I flipped them over and I filled up all the holes on the bottom of it uh, with water and only like two ho- two uh, cylinders basically in each base had a hole in it. So I filled it with super glue, let it dry and bake outside for a little while, filled it back up with water, good to go. Went to Ace because, you know, it's the place. Ace is the place. Yeah. Um, Got some, uh, got some play sand for this year instead Smart. of the water. Smart. Decided to go sand. Yeah. Got 150 pounds of sand. 
uh, filled up the bases, uh, got all of that taken care of, got the umbrella back up. Hey, my man. Didn't use the the, the box of brand new umbrella bases still <laughs> in my basement. Not opened. <laughs> but uh, somehow it all got fixed. There you go. I was like, hey, check that out. Love it. Super glue. I just poured enough super glue into it so that it stuck to itself, basically. And then it, it made a bond with the uh, plastic that was around there. So I was like, if water is not coming out of this thing, sand's not. So. No, 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 no. God, no. Especially especially sand. Like sand so, well, sand does go everywhere, let's be honest. Sand does go everywhere, right? Yeah. That's true. So, yeah, that was the biggest accomplishment of the week. Nice. <laughs> Completely honest was getting the umbrella back up, Hell yeah. set up it outside. Hell yeah, man. Even though I did it on a day when I was not supposed to be outside in any way, shape, or form, because we have like code red advisories to like breathing, apparently. Yeah, no the uh, the Canadian the Canadian stuff is really getting to you. The Canucks are having their revenge. I mean, New York is a shit show right now. It was like orange for half the day. Okay, I was going to say, well, New York is often a shit show. I mean, it was like Orioles. Uh, like yeah. the Orioles were taking over all of New York. <laughs> I think they did take two out of three. That's true. So actually. I mean, <laughs> they're doing well. They're doing, doing well. Doing great. Doing great for themselves. Nice. Um, I finally got all of my Series One upper deck figured out. So I was able to uh, sort those. I have a whole base set, so I'm good there. So all your base belong to us. All the base are belong to me. Now I have I'm staring down series, uh, series two. Okay. One hobby box. One retail box. Mm-hmm. Seven tins. <laughs> Oof. Um. Three meg, four mega boxes, and a couple blasters. Wow, you went all in. Yeah, all in, baby. So we will see. That should get you some good stuff that you could sell on the eBay's. That should get me. That should get me the second round of base. And the extended series came out today, and everyone's asking why. Why? I don't quite get it anymore. No. Can't you just put out a, a set of? I mean, it was cool when it happened for like baseball, right? Mm-hmm. But can't you just put out a set of like these are the college kids that played in the NHL at the end of the year, and these are the trades? Boom. Well, yeah, because Upper Deck used to do that. Well, uh, um, not Upper Deck. Score used to do it. Um, the trade they had like traded in rookies. Like it yeah. was a big set. Um, but you know, but didn't a, you just buy that as a set? Yeah, I remember you, just, you always yeah, yeah. bought like the end of the year one as like a set. Oh, yeah. It wasn't something you had to buy packs of and hope for the best. Like it was just like here. And then if you were real lucky, you just bought Cal Ripken Junior.'s tops trade tops rookie yeah. card high series. Yeah, there you go. By the high number series. And this was like all your inserts and, and, and rookies and traded guys. All you need it. Yeah, no. that's all you need, Upper Deck. Now, Unless the extended series has a bunch of cool shit like you well, cut somebody's skate up and put it into a fucking card or something. Well, I, saw a, I saw a hobby. Uh, they wouldn't do that in, in, in the... Uh, in the regular upper deck, that's the cup where you pay four thousand dollars for a box. Of, They're like two here's cards. part of a steel blade. Exactly. <laughs> this this box costs four thousand dollars. You only get two cards. Hope for the best. Um, no, the only the only different insert I think I saw was um, uh, more acetate cards, so the clear cards, and they're doing a draft pick or ass. 
ass or ass. Uh, they were doing a draft pick card, so it wasn't like the Young Guns card. It was like uh, Yurov Slavkovsky, like in his like the jersey and the hat, the photo picture that way. Mm, you mean just, all the pictures I used to take? Essentially, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, perfect. So, uh, yeah, extended series was just a cash grab, and I, like the one broke uh, break I saw was just trash. It was just guys in the all star uniform and traded players, and even then, yeah. some of the traded pe- players weren't even traded yet. <laughs> it's just like. Why did you why did you wait this long and you still don't have some guys on the right teams after the trade deadline? Come on. Yeah. Man. What are we doing? Yeah, I, I I think that's dumb. Yeah. Whatever. But uh in any case, uh, I did that this week and then hung out a bit. There's no watched some I watched the two cup games. Uh I watched some of one. Game 1 was all right. Yeah, game 2 was just a disaster. I watched some of game 2. You need to watch the first period of game two, and then you got the gimmick. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's that. Uh, then, yeah, just hung out with Coop. It was actually really warm here in North Dakota. Like, we got to 90s on multiple days, which is very wow. odd this early in the season. That must be because of the fires. Right? I'm thinking that or global warming is real, and we've been lied to this whole time by our politicians saying, no, it's not real. Here, have an SUV. I'm like, oh, okay. Been dealing with uh, so uh, I talked to mom and dad today, um, because I I'm doing some the my I guess they took out a life and ins- two two life insurance policies on me in '89. Like, all right, well, thanks for the fucking Just because I guess thanks for the vote of confidence, guys. They were like, hey, you are playing hockey. Yeah, uh, you know what? It does line up. It does line <laughs> up. Um, it was November of '89, so it does line up to when I started skating. Um, so I was trying to figure all that stuff out. My dad, my dad gets on the phone. He's like, yeah, no, it's, uh, uh, your, your car, you got these two free, two free, uh, oil changes at, at the dealership. And I look at it, I'm just like, and then I look at, cause I had to call State Farm. And I had my state. <laughs> You're like, this is a health insurance policy. Well, no, not even that. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> well, there's a whole, there's a whole thing, but a stand, a good standism is just like, yeah, no dad, this isn't my VIN number. Like not your VIN number. I mean, it's some Tate Dodge, and I don't know how the hell they got it up there in North Dakota. By the way, your mom has a black eye. I didn't, she, you know, I didn't do anything. I'm like, what? And my mom had tear duct surgery yesterday, so it's her eyes uh, like all black and stuff. That a, oh, Jesus. Yeah. But you're right. That's, that's a that? fucking sick picture. Oh. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna send you. Uh, I'm gonna send you the picture of New York that I just saw. Nice. Is it the <laughs> one it's like bridge. Broadway? Oh, okay. I saw one that was Broadway. Uh, not Broadway, Times Square. There it is. Um, yeah, they're canceling everything down in New York, and rightfully so. It does look like fucking uh, Armageddon is happening. Yeah. But yeah, no. But apparently, so the guy who wrote the life insurance thing saying that my owner, it was the ownership's being transferred to me because it hit forty years old. Uh, and they're like, you out, you outlast your policy. Now that's fucking great, yeah. by the way. I love that. They're like, hey, congratulations. Well, you have your own life insurance now. I will say this. Uh, two things. They took out two policies on me of different values. As they should. As Let's they should have, yeah. Um, so the guy who wrote, so mind you, the, he wrote this up in April saying, yeah, it's an ownership transfer. Cool. He retired. So I couldn't contact him. <laughs> and then I contacted my guy. And my guy's like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, we didn't write it. But, like, I don't know if I can help you, so talk to the other guy. Like, all right, fuck. So I had to call State Farm themselves. Like, yeah, no, talk to your guy you have now and get the stuff rolling for at least the the address change. Like, yeah, no, I guess. 
Fucking, what are we doing here, State Farm? Like, honestly, why does it have to be so hard to change my address? I can go to the DMV and get my address, address change easy. I'm surprised you can't do that on an app. Yeah, there has to be an app for that. But, <clears throat> so yeah, I figured that out and just like, all right, well, what's the cat? I, have- I, do, I do like how the guy was like halfway through doing yours and he's like, oh, my time here is done. Well, that's probably like the last, <laughs> probably the last thing he sent was that letter. He's like, well, now I'm retired. <laughs> but here's the fuck thing. It's only on one of the accounts. So Stan's got to look for the other one to see if he's already paid that through already. Like, what are you doing, Stan? Um, what are we doing I here, mean, guys? On a uh, on a, a very similar note, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, when I showed up to my parents' house on <clears throat> Sunday, my mom gave me a Manila envelope and said, "Hey, by the way, I don't know why I never gave you all the bonds that you have. Here you go." <laughs> wow. What am I? What am I actually supposed to do with these? You cash them like, in now. Leave mature. Pretty certain you can cash them in. Yeah. They've been. Like fully matured for like seventy five years at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, that's been, it's been but pretty like, wild. I probably have to pay taxes on them. Um. So I'm like, good question. You just handed me a, male- a Manila envelope filled with bonds and was just like, here, you deal with it. To be fair, that's how I. That's how I. Uh, that's how I moved to Canada. Uh, <laughs> so. But anyway, yeah, so I have a bunch of U.S. bonds from the 70s and 80s in my house currently. Mazel tov, you did it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nice work. Thanks. So yeah, I got to deal with more life insurance stuff tomorrow with my guy. I'm like, listen, fucker, you do deal with this now, asshole. My guy. My guy. My insurance dude. Who I've met once. I know. Um, insurance people have the life, right? Like. Yeah. You don't really talk to them in case something, unless something's going wrong. Mm-hmm. And then every like six months, they're just like, hey, so we need more money from you. Oh, okay. Cool, hey, here's thanks. your new card. Um, got, and, and you get like the, uh, at least my, my, uh, mine's on an app now. I don't <sighs> even get a real card anymore. Oh, shit. I get a paper. I still get a paper card. Yeah, I do not. Mm. Well, yeah, they've cut me off. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just maybe I get like, like a, you're almost forty five. Jesus, you're old. I get I get a I get like a birthday card or, or, or a Christmas card from them, and you know, good times. I mean, yeah, you give them enough money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here you guys. Here you go. In any case, um, all right. Let's get to uh, some some injuries after we've gotten to oh. our life insurance talk. Brought to you life by State insurance Farm. talk. <laughs> Senior car gauge market. <laughs> Oh yeah Who's down and out with some blues Maybe some black And bruised It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports Only one major injury to talk about And that's Patrick Kane Finally got that uh, hip shaving Done He's going to be out four to six months uh, I hope he used the uh, bald shaver that's on right? Instagram. Get that skull shaver, you're good to go. Yeah. Um, and uh, so to, I guess, uh, go ahead and, uh, oh, hip resurfacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, Backstrom, Nick Backstrom had that last, literally almost uh, last year to the day. Uh, and then he was out to start the season, but he still was able to get into 39 games last year. 
Isn't there something weird, though, that Nick Backstrom was only the second player in the history of the NHL to have hip resurfacing <laughs> surgery and play again? I think so, yeah. And I think they're relatively... Well, Backstrom's older because Kane was picked in the draft after him, I do believe, 07 to 06. Mm. So I don't know. But I guess once you get past 30, it's not like, well, you're younger. You'll, you'll recover easier. I don't think that happens. <laughs> right, um, right, right. I mean, so. Jack Eichel's done wonders for a 3D printed neck. So. Yeah, right. Which, by the way, him getting lit up was kind of i thought he broke his damn collarbone the way he skated off like that i don't know if he saw that it was also unfortunate too because yeah he first didn't see kachuk at all but also fell yeah like while he was trying to make a stride mm-hmm. like he was already falling when kachuk hit him so yeah it was going to be a flusher hit and then this one was like super flush yeah and like he the way he skated off i'm like god he broke his fucking collarbone bad luck jack but here comes phil castle <laughs> <laughs> That would have been great. Phil Castle saves the day. Yeah, exactly. Comes in, scores three goals in the next two games. Wins the Conn Smythe. Be amazing. Um, yeah. So that's really the only injury. I was, you know, there's not much, not many other injuries that are being revealed right now. Yeah. Everyone keeping under wraps. Not much going on right now, except for everybody trading people. Apparently, <clears throat> getting to the dog days of summer. Yeah, we'll talk about those trades with uh, Lyle here in a bit, and some rumors <sighs> too. Rumors after those trades. Um, and long-term signings, so we got that going for us. Um, Patreon, we got a Patreon. Patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. That's where all the fun stuff happens. You can watch the video of us doing this show if you pay just a single measly dollar. Five dollars, you get to pick some polls, and uh, you know we'll throw some stuff up there every now and again. Be a great time for everybody. You'd be like Tyler, Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and Sean. They contributed. So can you. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. Um, money goes into things. Mostly wallets. <coughs> Boom. And emails. E- email. Um, kind of mentioned this earlier, or mentioned this online. Aiden Hill winning... A Stanley Cup's going to be fucking wild. I mean, he, he looked good in game two. Yeah. He looks big, and he looks like he finally figured out how to be big. You know what I mean? Like, Sure. No, I get that. Apparently, uh, I think the TNT group was saying that he is the second tallest goalie in the Stanley Cup final. In history, and Ben Bishop's only the tall, the only like one inch taller. He was six seven, and Aiden Hill six six. Mm-hmm. Um, but he never played that big. No, until like recently. No, you're you know, right. like he was a small six six. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely, I can I can completely agree with that. Um, but like he, he was the third, and this is wild as it is, and. Maybe if you get a third-string goalie from the Sharks, your team's going to go to the Stanley Cup final because it happened with Kippersoff, and now it's happening with Aiden Hill. Because um, Aiden Hill was the third-string goalie. The the Golden Knights got him for nothing. And now look at him. Now look at him. Now look at look at him now. He's going to win a cup, hopefully. So more it, than likely. If he, yeah, more than likely. If he wins... Um, if they do win, they will uh, go ahead and be back-to-back former Arizona Coyotes goalies to win Stanley Cups. That's beautiful. Darcy Kemper before, 
Aiden Hill after. But Aiden, but it, it makes me wonder, like Aiden Hill, like you said, not not that great. Played, got really hot, and Bobrovsky wiltered or, or faltered. Uh, even though Paul Maurice has all the. Bobrovsky also didn't see a singular shot in the first four goals that went yeah, in. No, he still hasn't seen them. on on game two. Like, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, Aiden Hill's numbers not spectacular in the regular season. Only uh, uh, sixteen seven and one with a two fifty goals uh, goals against and a nine fifteen save percentage. Um, I mean, you can't even say though that he because he's been around enough as well too. Like, yeah. there's tape on him. You can't mm-hmm. say that like. He's a rookie, or uh, or a uh, or Hedberg, you know, right. type incident, type situation where like he came in and nobody really knows how to score on him. No, you're right. I just think he finally figured out how to be big, and I think that play that plays well with their goaltending coach, Sean Burke. Yeah, I think Sean Burke was a bigger goaltender for his era, lankier guy, and I think he maybe saw like Aiden Hill and just like, okay, now we can mechanically do it this way. Yeah, he's like you're six six. Yeah, play like it's stupid. Like, yeah, that's mean. Uh, so, uh, but I mean, it reminds me like that. That's not a name that screams out. Aiden Hill, Stanley Cup winning goaltender. Darcy Kemper also does not really scream out. Stanley Cup winning goaltender. Well, I uh, don't know. Anti Niemi. That the 2010 Stanley Cup final was a goaltender like who? What? Michael Layton against Anti Niemi. Hell I mean, yeah. Ty Conklin and Cam Ward played yeah. against each other. Yeah, and when Cam Ward was young, Cam Ward was a rookie. Like that was his first real prolonged action. Um, just trying to think of other un unmomaculous goaltending duels. I mean, Hopi really wasn't that good when the Caps won. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. he wasn't like the name. I mean, he guess I guess he was the best Capitals goalie at the time, but he didn't even start the playoffs. No. Was, um, uh, but he was also playing against Mark Andre Fleury, right? Who yeah. had won multiple cups already and was the marquee name in the goalie realm. And Holtby had won a Vezina at that point, right? So, I guess so. He won a Calder before that. A Calder Cup, yeah. Calder, yeah, 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 yeah. Not the not the rookie of the year. Not the rookie. No, 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 no. No, no, no goalie has oh, ever won that. No, no, no. Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, he won the Vezina Trophy in 2016, and I think like after that started his a little bit of a slide for him, because um, that that regular season he was unspectacular. That playoff he was pretty he's pretty solid in the playoffs. I mean he won a Stanley Cup for Christ's sake. By the way, five years ago today, woo! Daps and had taps on that. Let's go. Um, Still happened. Yeah. Um, so I'm just thinking of a list of unspectacular goaltenders. And like those, those like Leighton. Um, oh God, he was in the Stanley Cup <laughs> final. Yeah, it was it was him against Niemi. It was the Blackhawks against the uh, the Flyers. Unspectacular. I um, remember being in Philly. Um, I went to Philly with some friends for the um, the kickoff. One of the kickoff games that the U.S. national team played before the 2010 World Cup, mm-hmm. I think it was. And we went to a bar afterwards. <clears throat> and we're standing in the bar and we're watching uh, somebody from the Phillies threw a no-hitter that night. So everybody's like excited and super happy and 
the no hitter occurs and then all the TVs flip back to the Flyers game and literally like six seconds later the Flyers get scored on and the entire bar just like deflates that's Philly baby you know like it was hilarious to watch <laughs> um and you know being an, an outsider and not caring right either way not getting too high not getting too low but it was that I remember because it was just really funny to like watch <clears throat> the like the like woo. <laughs> Um. Yeah, looking at these matchups, I mean, you can probably go Matt Murray and well, Pekka Rene was the name for the Predators. Yeah. Um, twenty sixteen. Did Flurry play that? Yeah. Well, did Flurry play that or was that Matt Murray? I want to say it was Matt Murray, right? Who was the goal? goal the goaler? I don't know. I don't. I didn't. Really yeah. No, Matt Murray. It. Matt Murray was the goalie against the Sharks, and the Sharks goalie was. Come on, who was your goalie? Who does number two work for? Was it Ryan? No. Oh, Marty Jones. Toscala. No, it was Marty Jones. Oh, that's even a that's a terrible that's matchup a terrible as matchup. well. Yeah. Uh, pop dog. Speaking of goaltenders, we got our goaltending specialist here. Terrible. I'm, I know a terrible matchup when I see one as well. Yeah. Terrible goaltend. We're talking about terrible Stanley Cup goaltending matchups. Mediocre goaltenders winning Stanley Cups. Um, who was in goal? It was Michael Lighton against Corey Clements, right? In 2012. Crawford. Uh, no. Corey Crawford. No, it was Michael Lighton against Anthony Yemi in 2010. Uh, oh, uh, you were right, though. We were just talking Black about Hawks? that. Yeah, Niemi for 2010, their first one, yeah. We were just talking <clears> about that. Yeah. Am I hot tonight? Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, you're good. You're, always. you're always hot, sweetie. I, Especially I after Hudson birthday celebrations. All the way up. Yeah, I had Hudson turned all the way up. All the way up. Turn my headphones up. Turn uh, singing. He wanted to sing Ghostbusters and record himself nice. doing it. All right. Good deal. Um, he needed the song to be playing in the background, obviously. So I had to work some mixer magic. I mean, it's, uh, it's almost too bad you don't have a soundboard on the yeah. on the table right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. See, mine is more like an external sound card, though. Oh, okay. that's true. It is a really nice external sound card. Is basically what it is. Nice. Yeah, it's. I don't have any real mixing capability because it's USB to the computer, mm -hmm. and then my mic goes just back into the computer. There you so, go. It's true. Yep. I have to mix it on the computer. Uh, the Matt Murray uh, years for the Penguins were bad against Marty Jones, and uh, well, like I said, Pekka Rene was okay. Um, ducks, ducks, senators. I think that was Jaguar and Hammond. No, Hammond was after that. Oh, it was Emery. It was Jaguar and Emery. Oh. Razor. But yeah, like two, two back. We had the possibility of Darcy, Dar Darcy Kemper and Aiden Hill being the cup-winning goaltenders in the last two. Doesn't seasons. it really just show you though that like? You don't need a great goaltender mm -hmm. to win the Stanley Cup. You God, just no. need a goaltender that's playing great. Right. Well, even they get there. I mean, Anton Hudobin for the Stars, he got on that hot streak in the bubble. Yeah. Jordan Binnington was okay. We're not going home yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jordan Binnington is probably a, another lousy, in hindsight, goaltender to win a cup. Mm-hmm. Um, the debate on Holpe is kind of up and down. I mean, he, like that was like kind of a little blip in his decline. I hope he won a Vezina. Yeah, 2016. 
and then that kind of propelled him downward. True. Um, the Caps needed to win less games in order to win the Stanley Cup. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's just, like, it's very bizarre. Like, yeah, and Johnny, you said it probably perfect. Yeah, you don't I mean, the, the best goal. analogy that we can give you is that Joe Flacco <laughs> won a Super Bowl. Well, yeah, here's a better one. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. That's, yeah, true. That's very true, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, your goalie does have to be, like, good for mm-hmm. two months straight. But, like, they don't have to be good for all season long. No. No, no, no. they got to be good for a short time, not a long time. Yes. Uh, just like me in bed. Um, Speaking of, Sweden made sex a game. Did you know that? Saw that. <laughs> like a sport? Saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and Flatan uh, retired from football in the same week, which is mm, coincidence. I feel. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. He's probably going to try yeah. to conquer another sport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly it. But yeah, man, that's the rash. I'm just trying to look at just me because when you get to the '80s, that's when you get the Mike Vernons. Bill Ranford won a cup. Yeah, but I feel like the '80s had more complete teams. That's fair, and they stuck like, around a lot longer. Yeah, like I feel like the 80s, I feel like you built a team as a whole and they basically stayed around until somebody didn't want to pay them anymore. That's fair. Um, So I feel like when you go back far enough, you're going to be like, okay, all these guys were not terrible. Look, Looking at it, it looks like from 93 until 2003, so a 10-year span, you had a lot of great goals. Uh, okay. 93 to 2003 and 97 98 were pretty decent goaltending years. I mean, you had Patrick Waugh, Richter, Berdor, Waugh, Mike Vernon, Chris Osgood, Belfour, yeah. Berdor, Waugh, Hashik, Berdor, and then 2004 was Hobby Bullen. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't you don't need a goal, a good goaltender now. But then, no, you're, then you're going to have other teams in that in that situation. Then you're well. going to have other teams pay him uh, five point five over six, and then not get a passer. Oh. <laughs> and then it gives Mark when, something to talk about. And the Cavs the just didn't years. need to play with a goalie at yeah. all. <laughs> when in, in, I'm hind- you. in hindsight, you could get Eddie Pasquale back there and still do the same thing. Did he play on your on on D's nuts? Eddie Pasquale, that'd be great. Yeah, I feel like feel like he was Mark's backup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like yes. if Mark couldn't make it to a show, uh, to a game, Eddie Pasquale Eddie showed Pasquale's up. in there. <laughs> he sounds like a right hand catch as well to me. Well, do we? Have, by the way, did we ever figure out who who sang that pepperoni pizza song or that pizza song or whatever the hell we heard it? Uh, at the... it was. Uh, I have to. I found it actually. I didn't find the song. Oh. Um, I still haven't found it. The only place you can find it is on the um, is on the jukebox. The, uh, jukebox but uh, it's a song by Sam Locricoli. Uh, I Oh no, it's Iocola. I O C R I C C H I O. What's And what's the song called? The Tony Pepperoni song. That's right. Oh man, that was so good, and we weren't even drunk either. Like no. that was the best part was we were like, "This song's amazing," and that's the weird thing is that uh, we were uh, we were just there, and we were in awe for the sheer fact that uh, yeah, 
It was it it was promoting dagos and beer. It was. It was. <laughs> it was. Yes. It what was... did I say about ethnic slurs? He <laughs> <laughs> uh, missed the whole dago chat. Huh? Oh no. I did. Was yeah, I was gone? Oh, that's right. Yeah, chat. we were talking was, about it. That yeah. was when he was trying to get home from Minnesota. That's right. Yeah, that's right. True. Yeah. So we were talking about what a dago actually was, and it's just basically a sausage pounded into a burger. Hello. Mm. Heyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also a derogatory term. Yes. Exactly. Well, yeah. That's that too. <laughs> but listen. Uh, there's that. Your greasy hair, your dago mustache. <laughs> What did I say about ethnic slurs? We 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 looked it up and they're uh, they're like St. Paul restaurant unapologetic for their name. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, obviously. I mean, it was a great sign. I took a picture. Right. Oh, God, I want that Tony Pepperoni song now. Like, I want to find it somehow. You know, uh, you know what kind of pissed me off though was that I was obviously Italian and they didn't give me a discount or anything. It's fine, man. Don't worry about it. They were like, we don't have Italians in exactly. in Minnesota. Guys, this seems a little on the nose. You come into this bar <laughs> when you saw the sign outside. Uh, so I'm, all I'm coming up with is uh, Sam uh, Lacricaro. He's, yeah, that's uh, him. Yeah. I oh. feel like he's probably on like TikTok or something, and that's where the song started, and then know, it ends man. up on, on uh, Jukebox. It's a fucking mystery. All I know is I want to go to a place that has one of those jukeboxes now and see if I can play it. Or see if maybe it's just a Minnesota thing. Maybe Easterwood still listens to the show and she can go and find a jukebox. And or see we can just plays. message her and just say, hey, can you find like a touch tune that's not in a Italian dive bar? That's not <laughs> in the place that, yeah. that references Dago's. Yeah. Could you not go to like the east side of Minneapolis and go to that little hole in the wall bar? Because we already know they play it there place was great yeah it's fantastic i want to go back there um <laughs> i want to go back there and i'll be a regular when we go when the uh minnesota st paul draft happens again we're gonna have our twitter meet up at the uh, dagos bar yeah yeah that's what we'll do is well what we'll do is we'll, we'll uh do it for uh um showcase there you go the showcase yeah. we'll go out there and everyone all the scouts and them will be there we'll just drag them to this dive bar and we can play the 20 pepperoni song <laughs> on repeat on repeat constantly um, any any other comments on mediocre goalies? Uh, kind of feel like it is what it is. Like, I think we've reached that age where nothing uh, as good as when we were kids. Yes, but also <laughs> like I feel like the NHL has changed so much that um, you don't need your goalie to make all the saves you need your goalie to make enough saves and then you just score more goals than the other team that's fair you know like that's how it almost feels at this point how many one nothing games were in the playoffs this season because i could no, bet probably like none. it's under four um well what it what it does feel like is is <clears throat> like uh you know the 90s mid 90s to the 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 first lockout Felt like you know soccer games almost. If you if you let up a bad goal, oh yeah, you were done. <laughs> yeah, you were done. <laughs> and now, you know, you let up a bad goal, you shake it off, and then Matthew Kachuk scores with four seconds left, and right. you win. Yeah. Wow. So, as of right now, yes, we are in this game two of the Stanley Cup final. Uh huh. How many t- 
total shutouts do you think has been in this playoff? Ooh. Four. Johnny? I'm going to say six total. Six total. How many goalies? Four. Two. Four. Oh. Akira Schmidt and Aiden Hill have two. Bobrovsky and Ottinger have one. Oh. So there you go. That's out of 28 goalies. That's insane, yeah. actually. Yeah. Out of 28 goalies who have played, that's the only six shutouts. Pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. I mean, the game is changing, let's be honest. Yeah. It has been for a while. It's all about the game, the game is, and how you play it. Yeah, the game's changing again. EA Sports needs to get this shit in the game. Right, exactly. <laughs> be, you do your uh, player mode. Uh, and you're just a mediocre goalie, and yet you win three Stanley Cups. Shout out, Chris. <laughs> shout out, Chris Osgood. Um, you make eight mil a year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Calgary, their new arena comes with a 35 year lease agreement. So you build it, and yeah, they will s- they will stay. Coyotes eat your heart out. Yeah, take that, Coyotes. And we'll talk more about the Coyotes with Lyle as uh, Gary Bettman did his State of the NHL address this week. Oh, no. So we'll talk about that. Uh, in great fashion, minutes before the Toronto Maple Leafs were introducing um, uh, the uh, Boston Pizza, the heir to the Boston Pizza throne, uh, Brad Living as the uh, their new GM, Pittsburgh announced Kyle Dubas was the new pr- president of hockey operations. So shout out to them for great timing. Literally 15 minutes before the media happened, the Dubas news dropped, and everyone started panicking about it. So I love that. Love that for them. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks. By the way, I don't know if you saw. There's an E60 out for the Anaheim for the uh, the birth of the Mighty Ducks. So if you have the ES- oh, cool. ESPN Plus, uh, you should go check it out. I'm sure I will this weekend. Um, but they. Uh, they have signed uh, Greg Cronin as the head coach of their new squad. Uh, Cronin, who is an assistant coach for the Islanders, head coach of the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, assistant for the Leafs, and head coach of the Colorado Eagles, um, is now their head coach. And, yeah, good for him. Congratulations to him. Uh, onward, upward. Uh, another... Uh, head coaching position, which will be probably announced uh, at the beginning of next month because of how contracts work. But rumor has it that Mike Babcock will be the new head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Woof. He, if Johnny Goudreau has a bad game, he's going to put his skates on the ceiling fan and make him try to jump and get him. <laughs> that should be fine. <laughs> I think it's all right. <clears throat> so, you know... Well, couple that with the trade they just the Blue Jackets just made. They're trying to be the most uh, un PC team in the uh, in the NHL. Cool. So get that going for him with Babcock. And I didn't league. realize Provorov was worth that much. Yeah, right. <laughs> Provorov now there a first rounder. Jesus. Uh, now they just need Tony D'Angelo and they'll be fine. Hey, there's still time. <laughs> right. Uh, the Quebec Ramparts won the Memorial Cup. Congratulations to them. They were good. They were really good this year. They were good. Yeah. Um. So, the uh, the Rampart uh, Patrick Waz team, another championship. 
Then people online are just like, look at how many people are supporting the junior hockey. They need the NHL in Quebec City. Get fucked. Yeah, I saw that. I muted those people. Just like, stop it. They don't realize the difference between a $45 ticket and an $8 ticket. Right, exactly. Um, so here's how good uh, Quebec was this year. Sweep in the first round, sweep in the second round, sweep in the third round, six games in the final. And then swept wow. the entire Memorial Cup. They were pretty good. They were good. They were pretty yeah, good. They were a good hockey team. Um, I watched... I think I watched more of the Memorial Cup this year than I have in, like, any year. And I feel like it comes from the fact that the Black Bears did so well mm-hmm. that I, like, kind of kept paying... watching junior hockey, I guess. Yeah, you pay attention to it a lot more. But they were good. They were a good hockey team. I was kind of hoping that I would see Luca play because uh, I thought that they had won their little uh, BCHL, but so, I guess they're not part of the thing. So. No, they're not. That's so the CHL, the Memorial Cup, is kind of equivalent to the USHL. Yeah, uh, gotcha. And the BCHL would have been in the uh, the what used to be called the Royal Bank Cup, but they broke off from Khaki Canada uh, effective immediately, so they didn't get to play mm. in the hey. in that Junior A Cup, but. Uh, Fucking Luca had a year. Yeah, he did. He had a fucking year. Had a playoffs too. I think he only lost one game in overtime, and just fucking dominated. No credit whatsoever to him. No, no individual awards for Luca though, for no God knows what reason. But he's off to Michigan State now, so he'll bring. Oh, he'll bring, maybe I'll see him on TV then. He'll bring Sparty back. Oh yeah, Big Ten Network for sure. Thanks. So he'll bring Sparty back. There you go. Second pop dog. What do you got there? I got some uh, orange smash. It's got a crab on it. It's got a crab on it. I mean, what could go wrong? Right. When there's a crab on it. It's only 10% alcohol. Nice. It's vodka and orange juice and other cool stuff. Sounds weird. It's a very summery drink. (laughs) I hope so. Um, Very summery. Listen on your front porch. And sitting out on the deck sitting now out. that I got the umbrella. Yeah. Got, got your sand in the umbrella. You're good. Jesus Christ. So, Luca played in 57 games this year. Okay. That feels like a lot of games. 40 in the regular season, 17 in the playoff. He lost five. Mm. All, all throughout the season. Three That's in regulation, amazing. two in overtime. God damn. Yeah, he was fifty he was fifty two three and two this entire season. The fuck, man. Knew he was good. I didn't know he was that fucking good. Jesus. Anyway. Ghost party. Um Yeah, what else we got ahead of us? Not really much. Mark, you paid attention to any of the Stanley Cup final? Just in uh I haven't really had a chance to watch any of the games, just I've been paying attention through social media. Highlight, so. highlight form. Nice. Um, I, uh, I I saw the new save, what they're dubbing the new save. Which, context matters, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> context <laughs> yeah. matters. Yeah. Because it wasn't with a minute to go in the third period of a one-goal game. 
I want to say it was a one-goal game, but it was in the second period, and then he gave up the rebound, and they almost scored on it, and then they scored not too long after that. (laughs) So, I mean, we'll give Baby their bottle, but still, come on. Context. It was a good... That that is actually why I'm making the mention of... um, I feel like he's learned to play bigger. Right. You know, like, he was totally dead out of position, and the only reason he makes that save is because he's 6'6". Right. He he had the reach. His wing, but, wingspan. I don't even know who was shooting the puck. Also, really didn't get much behind yeah. it. And they came back to Gretzky, like, I think it was before game two, they were they were talking about all this. And Gretzky was like, he made the cardinal sin. Everybody's like, what do you mean? He goes, just put the fucking puck in the neck. I mean, he didn't say that because he's on TNT. Should, but he's like, you just rip that as hard mm-hmm. as you can. You don't yeah. try to like deflect it into <clears throat> the, an open net. You put it on your stick and you rip it into the net. Right. Like Alex right. Tuck, when he did that, he was shooting as hard as he could and yep. hope he made a save. You yep. know, like. But yeah, Gretzky kind of gave him some crap. By the so. way, um, the simulcast on three different channels. No fucking reason for what it. What in the hell is going on? <clears throat> no I was at least hoping it. it was different coverage, but it's not. No, it's the same coverage. <laughs> it's the same fuck coverage. Like, do something different if you're going to have it on True TV, TBS, and TNT. Right. Didn't they? Uh, uh, not at. Uh, I think during the Cap Stanley Cup run, didn't they have one? They had like an ISO cam on Ovechkin on one NBC Sports Network channel, and then they had the actual game on one of the other. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't the Stanley Cup run. Maybe it was, it was oh, you know what? It wasn't the Stanley Cup run. It was when he was going after 802. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, if a regional sports network <laughs> can figure out how to put what fans want to see, content that fans want to see on two different channels, well, you don't need to have the same feed on three different channels. Well, when, I'll, and I'll, you know, Sean Leahy can earmuff, but when NBC Sports Network was a thing, um, during the, the, uh, the, the NASCAR Cup final, they had NBC had the race, the full race with the full coverage. But on NBCSN, they had only in cars of the four, the final four cars, with a different team doing commentary. So it was like you had your regular jobbers on NBC, but then you had two different commentators on NBCSN, and only the in car cameras for the final four drivers who were running for a championship. That's how you do second screen experience, second channel experience. Agreed. I so, like that a lot. Yeah. That's what and that's what TNT should have or Turner Sports should have done, but no. Well, like, I mean, if I have a second TV, I would watch a different cast, right? <laughs> like, well, hell, just leave even off of your fucking computer, or yeah, just watch it off of your computer too. I think that's what um, didn't ESPN do that this year or last year? With their Stanley, they did it last year with their Stanley Cup final, where the ESPN Plus had a different camera angle. It still had the same audio, but it had a different camera angle you could watch from afar. I mean, hell, do that with one of the uh, one of the damn things, cowards. Anyway, Turner Sports will get it just in time for them to not renew their contract with the NHL. I mean, um, they've got like fourteen AEW uh, uh, shows now. Yeah, so. they do. Guys, we got to make we've got to make way for more wrestling. Uh, Hillary Knight was the double IHF female player of the year, receiving 40.9% of total votes. That's interesting to me, actually. So high or so low? 
No, it's interesting to me for a year where uh, Marie Philippe Poulain like broke Canadian records and such. Um, that night wins it for, I guess she broke the record for the most uh, world championship points, and mm-hmm. then they won gold, right? Yeah. So I guess that works. Uh, Marie, Fili- I just felt like it was going to be MPP. Uh, she finished seventh with only two point three percent of the voting. Wow. Yeah, it was uh, Hillary Knight. Second was Caroline Harvey. Third was uh, Nelly Lupusnova. And uh, fourth was Yeni Hirakosa. And Sarah Filler, Emma Soderberg, and Marie-Philippe Poulain were the top seven. Wow. So. But, I mean, Hillary Knight's got to get that thing going because uh, uh, Lupusnova, she is going to be a star. So, is that the fourteen-year-old? Yeah, that uh, yeah from Ukraine, right? Or uh, Slovak? Slovak. Oh, sorry, Slovak. Um, yep, she just turned fifteen. Five seven one forty-six. Jesus, five <sighs> seven at fifteen. Good lord. Um, I'm not even five seven one forty-six. <laughs> right. I think she's playing. I think she's playing Shattuck next year. I thought so. I thought she was coming to the United States. She is coming to the United States. Let's see where she's. Oh, Bishop. Playing, Bishop she's playing Ke- in the NHL. No, Bishop. Uh, fuck! If Clint could pull that off, uh, <laughs> Bishop Kearney, uh, in Rochester, which yeah. is another like it, it's like the Northeast factory for. Uh, it's a the Northeast Shattuck. Okay. Shattuck is the Midwest Shattuck, and uh, Bishop Kearney is in Rochester. She'll be playing on the U19 team as a 15-year-old. So, there we go. Uh, so, here we go. Lupa Sanova played 17 games with the U16 Men's League. 19 goals, 46 points. Yuri Slivkovsky, uh, so she that was as a 13-year-old she did that. Slivkovsky scored 30 goals and 54 points in the same league at the same age. All right. So, I like that. That's a good comparable. Yeah. So we she will we will see how she adapts to the uh, Rochester lifestyle. Maybe if you make a trip up there, Johnny, for the uh, for the Black Bears and Junior Americans, and maybe there's a game there you could check out. Yeah, that would be that would be fantastic. Go check it out. I'm glad that the Junior Americans kept the Rochester Americans jerseys. Yes. That's smart of them. Again, would have been sacrilege if they didn't. There might have been a riot. That would have been the fucking, everyone in Rochester, there wouldn't have been a Bishop Kearney to uh, go to. I mean, they are just classic jerseys. They are, so. absolutely. Um, speaking of which, speaking of classic, Hershey Bears, going back to the Calder Cup, they uh, defeated the said Rochester Americans. In uh, four or five games, I think it was. And they will be taking on the Coachella Valley set list. So you have the oldest team against the newest team in a clash for the Calder Cup. Oh. If, you, if you're in the D.C. area, NBC uh, Washington will have that. Have the entire series on for you. Don't you dare miss it. But, yeah, good times had by all. Uh, let's see if I can find the Rochester Junior Americans. I mean, I sent it to you in Voxer, but I don't think that's going to help you on your computer. Well, no, I can get Voxer on my computer. Well, check that out. 
Did not did, did you not know that? Mm, no idea. Okay. <laughs> Zero clue. Uh, oh, there's there's Johnny. Hi, doing there? Yeah, I know. Uh, hey. Johnny, show me a picture. Oh, I didn't see this one yet. I have to talk about that. Uh, oh, there's a smog of the Brooklyn Bridge. Looks yeah. great. There's, I mean, it's not smog; it's smoke. There's the Young Towns Phantoms future consideration trades. Yep. All of those. Are you sure you sent it to me in Voxer? Didn't I? Um. I know you answered me in Voxer. Okay. There's that. There's that. There's the trade. Oh. Oh, it's a, oh you Twitter link. It's up it higher. It's, yeah, yeah it's I a, sent you a Twitter link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, okay. I didn't. I did. I decided against screenshotting it because. I mean, geez. Well, you could have just also downloaded the picture, too. I mean, yeah, but, you know, that's no. just way too much. Yeah, Rochester Junior Americans jersey right there, ladies and gentlemen. A classic. You have to keep that Rochester Americans jersey. Like, that's been since Don Cherry days. Just it's classic. There. It's classic. Yeah. It's simple. Perfect. Got the stars on the shoulders. Everybody's I don't happy. quite understand the, like, mesh parts, though, underneath. I, I think didn't that's... know that that was a K-1 thing. Yeah, I think, is it on yours? No. Really? Yeah. Huh. Got no mesh underneath there. Interesting. Maybe that's just the way they wanted it. Who knows? Maybe it's just a prototype. It'd be a prototype. Well, here's it's the thing. Fifteen percent lighter. Maybe it's just the fucking white jerseys, and the black bears don't have a white jersey, so it's like fuck it. That could be it too. <laughs> black bears have every color except white in their system. So there we go. Uh, Lyle Richardson's joining us. We mentioned it before. Here he is. Yes. Doing yeah. a great job. Doing a great time. Lyle, how do you think about the first two games of the Stanley Cup final? <laughs> Florida's in trouble. Yeah. Big, big trouble. Perfect. Love it. They're in trouble. Yeah, that, that game two was something else. Oof. 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 But I mean, there were even, but there, there were there were points in uh, rather long stretches in in game one in the first and second period where you could see Vegas was was starting to to take control of the play, and then they just ran roughshod in the third period. Well, Johnny and I both made a, made acknowledgement that yeah, it was, they were they looked gassed. Like mm. Florida looks gassed. Well, I and that's the thing. they had ten days off. I think it may be rust more than anything else. Sometimes having that extra time off is good, let you heal up and all that, but it can also throw off your, your goalie's rhythm because Bobrovsky doesn't look as sharp as he did. No. And But, yeah, the other guys are just like – Kachuk is, is, is not being playoff Chucky. He's, he's, he's being uh, misconduct Chucky. He's trying to be, he's trying to be <laughs> Patrice Bergeron. Or not Patrice, yeah, sorry, no, he's trying to be um... – yeah, if uh, well, Brad Marchand. Bergeron had a hair trigger and cheap shot at everybody. That's why I said Brad Marchand. I picked the wrong Bruin. They, oh, okay, yeah, that's better. Yeah, <laughs> wrong Bruin. But even Brad Marchand knows knows there's a time and place. He yeah. does now. Does yeah now. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't excuse Kachuk. He's been in the league seven years. He knows. You know. You, 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 you don't go and do that stuff when the refs look at. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you can't, that, maybe you can't when use they... a chair while the refs looking. That's true. Yeah. No, you can't. Remember when the refs... Exactly. AEW doesn't have VAR. That's true. No no wrestling federation has VAR. Just wondering. I'm wondering if they bring back the uh, Eastern Conference referees now that they're in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Great if they did. 
I would because, love that. Uh, because the last two games were not refereed the same way that the uh, Eastern Conference uh, games have been refereed throughout the entire playoffs. No, 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 they have not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You shot a plastic rat across the ice. That's a misconduct, Kachuk. Into the, no, no, into the vent. Now, 10-minute misconduct for yeah. shooting a plastic rat across the ice. Where'd the rat even come from? Someone threw it. Somebody throw it? Yeah. yeah. There's a good yeah. amount of Panthers fans there. In, uh, oh, yeah. Because it's an easy yeah. flight. Yeah, but yeah, if they don't turn that scenario around uh, in game three, uh, this thing could be over real, real fast. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully it's game. Uh, hopefully it's a sweep and then TBS doesn't have the coverage of it because I don't know. They had something else going on that day. <laughs> um, so we got that um, man. What a trade, Lyle. We already got trades of Bruin, baby. We got trades wow. of Bruin as the Columbus Blue Jackets look to be the most un-PC team in the NHL. Johnny, oh, hit wow. the trade music. Go. There we go. They're going to trade. They're going to trade. It's a three-way. Three-way. Uh, three-way dance. The Blue Jackets receive uh, Ivan Provorov, which, by the way, you do it during Pride. What are we doing? Um, oh. No, right? Yeah. The, 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 the way to way to let way to tell the LGBTQ community in Columbus we care. Yeah. Uh the LA Kings received thirty percent of Provorov's contract, defenseman Kevin Connaughton and uh Hayden uh forward Hayden Hodgson. The Flyers receive goalie Cal Peters uh Peterson, defenseman Sean Walker, defenseman Hailed Granz. Um, first round pick from Columbus, a conditional second round pick for Columbus, and a second round pick from L.A. Flyers coming out pretty good in this with that first round pick there. And let's give a little tip of the hat there to uh, Danny Briere, the uh, general manager. I mean, his first tra- this was his first trade, period. Mm-hmm. And boy, howdy, did he knock it out of the park. And, and let's give a little daps and head tap to Keith Jones, who's not only working a game, but working the phones, making sure this trade goes yeah. down between the benches. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I, I loved uh, I loved Greg Wyshynski's uh, interpretation of what that must have sounded like. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, okay, yeah, no, Danny, yeah, no, sounds, yeah, okay, Dan- Jesus, Danny, I'm trying to do a call a game here. I'm in between the boxes here. Uh, yeah, f- look, just send him Kevin Connaughton. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Kenny and Edzo. Uh. <laughs> back to you. Yeah, back to you. It's getting heated down here, boys. Back to you. <laughs> yeah, my phone's blowing up, guys. I'll be right back. Back to you, but, guys. I got a chance uh, no, to get a Nor- I got a chance to get a Notre Dame goaltender. <laughs> I mean, I but did no, tell uh, I told Scotty earlier that I did not realize that Provorov was worth was worth this much. Still, <laughs> I mean, my God. Well, it just goes to show, though, there were there were, you know, the, the Kings really needed to to get rid oh, of yeah. Cal Peterson's contract that boy, five boy, mil. Did they? so much. So, yeah, they're like, yeah, we'll we'll take on a two million change of Provorov's, uh, you know, contract. Sure. We don't have a problem doing that. <laughs> uh, and then they very quickly turned around, not even 24 hours later and used the cap savings to resign uh, Ladislav Gavrikov, which is what they wanted to do all along. Uh, and they didn't, and hey, they didn't have to trade a guy like Victor Arvidsson to do it. So mm-hmm. there you go. Well done there. And they moved Sean Walker, which everybody knew they were going to do. Right. But uh, so Peterson gets, uh, you know, another shot um, going to Philly. And of course, that immediately raised Carter Hart. speculation about Carter Hart. Yeah. 
I mean, there was even a, the, the, the fourth period threw something out there saying that, uh, yeah, they were hearing, take it for what it's worth, that they were hearing that uh, Briere was working on a trade for uh, Carter. Yeah. And he very well could be. He's because, been hearing voices for 20 years, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah fuck, don't get me started. Fuck me, anyway, uh, but no, but, but uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me, though, because uh, he was asked about that uh, when he was kind of giving mm. his little uh, Zoom presser there from Buffalo uh, about the deal. Mm. And he said, you know, they asked about Carter Hart, and he said, listen, I'm, I'm listening on everybody. You know, on everybody. But he also said that like six weeks ago, right? Like, I mean, sure. Carter Hart's name's been out there for a while, and he's like, I'm listening to, like, you can listen to whatever. You're not going to yeah. pull the trigger unless you actually get something back that's true. good. Well, and the Proveroff deal shows what yeah. he's looking for. He's right. not going to just give Carter Hart away. This isn't going to be a fire sale to, like, well, fine, whatever the best is I can get for him. It's like, no, if he doesn't get a, a, a good enough deal, he's not going to move him. And remember, the guy's under contract for another year. He's a restricted free agent after that. So, you know, Briere is, is, is holds all the cards in this one here. You know, it's like, you want Carter Hurt? How bad do you want him? You know? And it's not like he's a terrible goalie that they're it, just like offloading somewhere else. No, right, right, exactly. Right. He's a very good, he's a, he's a good goaltender on a bad team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You remember how, you remember three years ago when they were, when uh, they were in the playoffs in the, the bubble playoffs, I mean, he outdueled Carey Price, and Carey Price was at the top of his game. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was that series, honest to God, that one between Montreal and Philly was the best goaltenders duel I've seen in a long time. And the reason why, the you know, but yeah, Carter Hart played well. He outplayed Carey Price in that series, barely, but he did because both goalies were fantastic. But at the end of the day, what kind of tipped things in Carter Hart's favor at the time was he had a solid D in front of him. And the thing was, when Matt Niskanen retired suddenly, Oof. that just threw the whole thing out of whack. It mm -hmm. was, you know, their their defense just just fell apart. And then, of course, the following season was that 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 shortened COVID season. And I mean, the Flyers, half the team was sick half the time and guys got hurt and, the, you know. And it was a it was a difficult time for Carter Hart, but he 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 played better last season. The team was just horrible in front of him, and so there's a lot of teams out there that would love to 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 make a trade and get Carter Hart. Now, there's there's Habs bloggers mm -hmm. that are praying that Ken Hughes will swoop in and, and grab this guy because they're not sold on Sam Montembeau. Sam Montembeau. Uh, the uh, top goaltender in the world championships, the recent Ooh. world championships. Oh, but of course, yeah. we know world championships isn't real hockey, whatever. <laughs> so you know, yeah, that's that. I you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if you know a team like Montreal was was making inquiries. But that does I don't really think they're going to move on it unless they can get something good. You know, like they got to make this deal work to their advantage too. Besides just getting Carter Hart, they're going to want to try and see if they can get a little more as well. But regardless, so. Uh, well done, Daniel Briere, for your first trade. Man, you come out of that like a pro because I, Flyers fans, watching Flyers Twitter yesterday, they were shocked and happy. You know, shocked that they got so much for Provorov. Happy that they got rid of him because <laughs> they had lost a lot of a lot of faith in him over the last three years, and just glad to see that. Yeah, Briere's not going to pussyfoot around with this. It's like, yep, we're rebuilding. Boom, you know. Mm -hmm. So they're happy right now in, in, in Flyerland, in the land of brotherly love. Well, for about 20 minutes. 
Yeah, yeah. and then, you know, <laughs> uh, wait yeah. until he screws. Wait until he screws up the Carter Hart trade, wait, and then they'll burn him in effigy. Wait till the draft. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> he doesn't even have to try to trade Carter. You Hart. picked who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's not who we wanted you to pick, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, you gotta love it. You gotta love Philadelphia fans. Just the fickleness of them all. Um, so kind of staying, we kind of touched on this a little earlier. Uh, staying with the Blue Jackets being the most hated team in the NHL. Uh, Mike Babcock, possibly, most likely getting that job. Oh, his... I'd say it's most likely. Yeah. If if this wasn't gonna happen, he would have issued a denial. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know where Columbus yeah. is. He set the ocean blue. You know, I'm I'm of two minds on this though, guys. I gotta be honest. All right. On the one hand, yes, we know all know the story behind it with the the bullying and 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 uh, both when he was in Detroit and then uh, in Toronto. But there's no denying the fact that he was one of the more respected coaches in the NHL uh, guys like Sidney Crosby and, and, and uh, other Canadian ones had other Canadian uh, players had no problem playing for Mike Babcock. In fact, they pretty much wanted him to be the coach for uh, the Canadian Olympic team and for, uh, you know, the world cup of hockey. So they had no problems with him. Um, I think if this guy has, learned his lesson if he is genuinely i'm willing to give people the the opportunity to earn that second chance okay he's been out of the game for four years okay he's he has they've they've kept him out of the league he hasn't really been out of the game he did some some coaching and uh you know some caught for college hockey here in canada for a bit and he did do a little bit of television uh but if he's actually you know learned his lesson if he's remorseful for what he's done and and has is is willing to change and has changed, then give him a chance. You know, I don't think we should banish people forever. Um, I realize, listen, you know, it's it's bullying. You know, he's he yeah. There's no doubt he was the guy who's being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know, he didn't commit a crime here, right? This isn't like sexual assault or anything like or that covering, where. Yeah. Or, or covering it up exactly where it's like, no, you do not come back to the game. What you did was terrible and you can't come back. You know, playing mind games with uh, with Mitch Marner. Yeah, it's a dick move. But does that mean he should be banished from the league forever because of it? You know, I mean, yeah, the bullying now, the bullying he did of uh, Johan Franzen, <clears throat> that that was fucking disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's outdated, but that, you know, out, how, how do you mean outdated? How? Like, you, I feel like there was a place in time where that was socially acceptable. Oh, and absolutely it was done. fine. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he just never grew with the times. Yeah. Right. So yeah. like if he can show that he has learned and has decided that he is going to live in the 2020s. Mm-hmm. And can maybe coach a hockey team again, then yeah, sure, fine. Yeah. If he walks into a hockey team and is like, this is 1980 again, they're going to fucking stick him in the balls and he's going to be gone in two months oh, because yeah. it's not, it, that shit just doesn't fly anymore. No. 
No. And you're absolutely right on that. I mean, you know, Babcock came up from in an era where coaches could do that. You could you could, you know, play mind games with 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 guys. You could you could really deride them and, you know, humiliate them to try and either motivate them or hold them up as an example to other teammates to motivate the rest of the team to change or whatever. You know, I mean, he wasn't Mike Keenan bad, but, you know. Some of that shit's pretty bad. You don't, you know, you, you, yeah, you don't do that. Society changes. Bullying is not something that's acceptable anymore, and especially not in a modern NHL dressing room anymore. These mm-hmm. these players will not tolerate that shit. They just won't. No, you know. Yes. And it's just been in the last ten years that that's really changed. But that's so, the difference, though. Yeah. Because players used to tolerate that. Yeah, and they don't anymore. Yeah. You know, you have to earn their respect. If you were in their respect, they will go through a fucking wall for you. And I've said that about Barry Trotz so many times because Barry Trotz is the epitome of the player's coach. He knows how to motivate players and he, without being an asshole to do it. You know, that's why he had a long and successful career. That's why he won a Stanley Cup for your Washington Capitals. By the way, a happy fifth anniversary Woo! for those Cheers, of you yeah. who celebrate, uh, as, as you said, Scotty. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. We did a lot oh, for that team. Oh, come on. One of the happiest days of your life. Oh, no. Yes. It's the greatest thing. And now we've got Darcy yeah. Kemper as a goalie for another four years. I'm fucking loving that. I mean, <laughs> okay. So let's be dead honest. Today uh, yeah. was very, very happy. Yeah. Tomorrow morning was not. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Tomorrow today... morning, I was like contemplating never drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Oh, on the hangover was worth the proof. Yeah, the hangover was worth it. <laughs> Listen, one of the one of the. No, worst... I just had to keep drinking for four days. But that straight. that if you was take like a shot of whiskey. It keeps it going. That was yeah, still when I... Johnny had to go into work. So that I had was to like go into work the next day. Yeah. <laughs> I was still drunk, <laughs> working in IT in an office the next morning. <laughs> that was one time that it would have been good if there had been a pandemic on. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm taking a sick day. <laughs> Gonna be yeah. logged in, I but don't I ask me anything. I might have COVID. I'm feeling awful, guys. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be no. logged in, but don't ask me shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, so I guess I'm I, to... as I said, what Mike Babcock did before, yeah, not cool, but I don't think it it merits banishing him for life. Uh, I give him another shot, but as you said, though, if if he pulls that if he pulls that shit again, he'll be gone very quickly, and yeah, I think like... he probably knows that. Do we also know if he's still a good coach? I think he is. Mm, I think okay. he is. Listen, that you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs were one of the top teams in the league, right? Mm-hmm. He took the, you know, he he came and joined them in what was it 2014, 15? Mm-hmm. And within three years, within two years, he coached them into the playoffs and nobody expected. And the following season, they they were fourth overall. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, the guy can still coach. I don't think that's something he's lost. I think he understands the game. You know, people are like, oh yeah, sure. Four years is five. a lot of time, though, in yeah. the NHL. Yeah, but I don't think that the, I don't think though that you could that you can necessarily fall behind. I mean, remember Scotty Bowman was out of the game for for a while when he took over with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and people were saying the same thing about Scotty. And mm-hmm. what happened? Stanley Cup. Yeah, four years true. later. Yeah. Another Stanley Cup and then but another Stanley in, Cup and then another Stanley Cup. In the in in that in that kind of situation too, uh, well, I guess the Barry Marlowe's thing is different because it was thirteen fucking years. Um, 
between yeah. his his last coaching. But Ted, yeah. like even Ted Nolan, like Ted Nolan was out mm-hmm. the NHL for a while, came back, was okay, but didn't set the world ablaze. But I don't know. I think he got the Islanders into the playoffs yeah, for the first time in like yeah. seven years. <laughs> but we was that him or Wade Dublowitz? Let's be honest. Well, uh, was it him or uh, Dominic Hasek? Let's be honest with true. Buffalo. Yeah, that's well, yeah. yeah. Well, one or the other <laughs> depends on what story, mm. what room you hear. I don't even know if those Buffalo teams needed a coach. Show me they a could have just like they could have <laughs> thrown a puck out on the ice and said, "You guys go play hockey and let Dominic make saves." Yeah, <laughs> listen, there's an old saying: "Show me your coach of the year, and I'll show you uh, a coach who had a damn good goaltender." Yeah. Well, we can yeah. we can tell that I mean, uh, Bruce Cassidy you win games. Bruce Cassidy yeah. is not going to win it this year. Then fuck. Spoiler alert. Well, uh, that's now that I love this. By the way, with Vegas, I know that I, first of first of all, so much hatred towards Vegas around the league. Good lord. Oh, that's, that's always been that way. That's because they're they haven't put in the time. Yeah, yeah. they haven't put it in the time. Boo hoo hoo. And it's one hey, of those things go, where they, they've always been successful. The other thirty or twenty nine NHL general managers who thought. Ah, uh, yeah. Listen. Uh, okay, I'll give you Johnny. Uh, I'm gonna give you uh, Marsha Show, and okay. just so you don't pick this other guy, I'm gonna trade you Riley uh, Riley Smith. There you go. So I will say that the Vegas Golden Knights, after Marsha Show scored, put the putting out the tweet that said that uh, the yeah. uh, from the Florida Panthers. <laughs> We choose uh, Jonathan Marsha's <laughs> show was oh. equal sides, brilliant and biggest fucking cunts on fucking Twitter. At that <laughs> oh, hey, like I loved it. <laughs> loved it. Oh, no, I'm with Johnny on loved this one. It. Bunch you, of twats. You get in a little Twitter burn, man. You don't belong on the fucking oh, platform. Like, my God. It was great. It was hilarious. It was great. Yeah. Bunch but- of assholes. Bunch of assholes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's no Seattle Kraken giving Vitek Vanacek a, a, a moment of a, great, a one minute yeah. ovation. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> as, yeah. A, as a Kraken legend, when the Kraken legend. But listen, guys, seriously, I I don't have this hatred towards towards Vegas. And in fact, like you said, you you know, look at their goaltending. They're succeeding despite like goaltenders dropping like flies on them this year. I mean, you their starting goalie. Couldn't play this year and is and is tangled up in bankruptcy hearings. Okay, got to get a snake farm together. Yeah, Logan Thompson, who carried them for most of the season, got injured and and wasn't healthy to play in the playoffs. They went with you know uh, Laurent Brosseau until he got hurt midway through the uh, the Edmonton Oilers series, and it looked like oh well, there they go, they're done now. Aiden Hill, who the hell's that? Yeah, we're all knowing who Aiden Hill is now. A big-ass goalie who's carried these guys to within two games of winning the Stanley Cup. I mean, I've, I've never seen anything like that goaltending-wise. And, God, I'm very certainly with a, with a, I can't remember a, a, a cup a cup contending or a cup finalist team kind of being goalie by committee, you know, but they're it, doing it. Is it the best part, though, of the entire Vegas run this year? That Jonathan Quick is still on the team. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and hasn't played a single playoff game. <laughs> they, had, they, only, I mean, they only dress him because they have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, but hey, but he's, but listen, Jonathan Quick has handled that very, very well, though. He has. I mean, he's been working with the Black Aces. He's out there with the Black Aces all he's the time. He's always been that guy, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guys, you know, guys want to, you know, the goalie just, you know, to shoot on, work on their shots. He's there. He doesn't matter. He's, he's 
from what I've been hearing and reading, like he's been getting nothing but praise from from all the Golden Knights, all his teammates. They love the guy. So, you know, but listen, John Lindquick's been there. He's done that. Yeah. Right. And that also helps, too. You've got a guy in the room who's just, you know, hey, guys, you know, just relax and enjoy the ride. You know, I've done it twice. You know, go on. This is your time. Go out and do it, man. It's easy. Go ahead. You know. Yeah. I shouldn't say it's easy, but, you know, it's, it's you know, you can do this, you yeah. know, go do it. Uh, but no, I, I, like I said, me, I, I don't, I'm not part of this. Oh, well, Golden Knights haven't been here long enough. Listen, I would love to see, don't get me wrong. I picked Florida to win it. I would love to see Florida win it because they've been around a long time and their fans have suffered through a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> over the years. They haven't even, so, they've yes, been in two Stanley Cup. I would love to see them win it over the Golden Knights, but if the Golden Knights win it, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be all pissed off of Adam or say, oh, they haven't put in the time. Yeah, six years. They put in six years. I think they've done all right. And three coaches. Yes. So. And five goaltenders. They're a real year. NHL. They're a real yes. NHL team. Yeah. As but, I said, if, you, if people are upset because, oh, they had a ready-made team, no. well, like I said, blame the other NHL general managers who didn't take the expansion draft seriously because a lot of them really didn't. I mean, come on. Anaheim trade Shea Theodore to them to to protect a plug? Jesus. Uh, That tells me you just were not taking this seriously. I I will say this, Lyle. That's their fault. Much like most NHL teams, and I'll speak for myself, it's not necessarily the team. It's the fans who are a bunch of twats because they feel like they were born on third base and thought they hit a triple. Oh, like the Colorado Avalanche back in the day. Exactly. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of hatred and disdain. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, then they didn't go through the years of the they didn't go through the years of the Capitals not winning uh, games, not making. Yeah, the and the Avalanche are a bunch, a bigger bunch of twats because a they're homers and b oh here's Patrick Wall falling into our lap because he can't stop a Detroit Red Wings shot. Um. So. <laughs> well, I mean, to, to be to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, the Avalanche did have a franchise. That was built in another city, and 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 then you know was purchased, and then all the money started buying yeah, all the, rest of the players. Yeah, that's worse. But so worse. like Sackick and Forsberg were already there. Yes, sure. exactly, Mark. Yes, exactly. But you had Jocelyn so Thibault and Mark Denis as your goaltenders to, to start. Team from scratch, you know. Yes. And yeah. again, it's not their fault if half the GMs in the league were for, didn't take the, the the expansion draft seriously. Fuck, that's their problem. You don't like it, guys? Take it out on take it out on I those. I feel like the managers. Avalanche, though, winning the Stanley Cup got a pass because they had cool jerseys. Yeah, even then, I hated them because I, was, no, I, actually, no, I hated them because no I like I liked uh, John Van Beesbrook before I realized he was racist. So, <laughs> like, that was a situation. What's what's the Although worst? I will say I will say this right, I will say that Vegas trading for Eichel and going like you know what, we'll take the risk was fucking brilliant. Oh yeah, absolutely oh, yeah. brilliant. It's so many. There were so many other teams around the league they were interested in, but they were treating him as if oh, but he's having this uh, this surgery and we're not sure. Ooh, he he could be you know delicate as porcelain. Oh, we don't want to go near that. It's like, yeah, well, guess what? Yeah, as you said, Johnny. Brilliant. Yeah, he's 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 a contender for the Conn Smythe Trophy, his first ever playoff. And don't think that's not burning Edmonton Oilers so, fans and Connor McDavid fans. That... Or, bu- or Buffalo Sabres fans, for that matter. Yeah, it's like, yeah, what true. the fuck? Hey, but what was the risk, though? What was the risk that 
that Vegas took, right? They traded away some players. I don't even remember who they traded at this point. Tuck and Peyton Krebs. Who's maybe still trying Cage to make his way. Alex Tuck was the big name in that one. Right? Yeah. Well, look so I don't even remember who they traded, right? Mm-hmm. So they bring in Eichel, who they have no idea if he's going to be good or not. Mm-hmm. If he's not good, they don't care. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. They just don't care. But he's turned out to be absolutely fantastic after having this surgery that nobody else has ever had before. And all of a sudden, look, he's a fucking human again. Yeah. And he can play hockey. And that is also a big shot. there. Now, now you're going to see more players. In fact, there's there's been, a, I think, one or two other players who've had that procedure now since Eichel had it because they've seen that, hey, geez, look, he's out playing hockey and he's fine with it. So, you know. Because that was the big fear. Oh, one hit, though, and ooh. Well, if it was going to be it, it would have been that Kachuk hit on well, game two. he took two. a hit. Yeah, he took oh, a hit, and he's he fine. That hit? Anybody, and, and he didn't whine about it or anything like that. Yeah. He came back, and he said, no, it was a clean hit. He said, I just tripped a little bit, and and it and he did. You see on the replay, yep. he did kind of toe pick a little bit. Yeah, yeah he fell. Yeah, but, and, and, but he said it's a, it was a clean hit. He said... You know, and at first I thought, yeah, oh shit, yeah, it looks like he fucked his shoulders or yeah, his I thought arm he broke his bend. collarbone. Yeah, and it turned out he said, no, I was just winded. He said, just knock the wind out of me, Something which like I can see. If you get the wind knocked out of you, yeah, yeah. you're gonna be like, Ugh. you know, trying to get off the ice. So, Mark, what were you gonna say? You said something. What was worse? Oh, I was gonna just mention. I, I mean, I'm going back to the Nordiques. <laughs> That's fine at this point, yeah, but like, go for it. So. The Nordiques moved to to Colorado and they won a Stanley Cup within a, just a few years, right? Mm-hmm. They won it the, very, won next this, year, that the year. very next year. That year they okay, moved. So, yeah. so the so the Cleveland Browns moved to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, right. But wasn't that the year? So for whatever reason, the way the draft worked out, I guess the Browns were so bad that the Ravens wound up with a shit ton of draft picks, and that was the year they drafted Jonathan Ogden, Ray oh, Lewis, yeah. and. Uh-huh. Uh, Stover, right? Matt yeah. Stover. Yes, it was. They got all three guys the year after <laughs> they yep. moved to Baltimore, and yeah, then Baltimore because the won. team the year before was so bad. Yeah, so yeah. bad that they moved. <laughs> and then, so then they won a they won a Super Bowl within a few years of moving. Yeah. yeah. So, like, what's worse for which fan base? The fact that uh, like these generational foot players in football got drafted the year after your team was so bad that you're supposed to have hope for the following season. The Nordiques weren't that bad. They just now would the Browns have moved. those players? That's the that's another question, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> they didn't move the front office staff, did they? No. <laughs> We're so. trying to find out when the actual move was for the like the day of the move for the Colorado Avalanche. Like the day they, they moved in, 90, in 95. Um, if you look up invoices, it's hard to get those up the mountains. Yeah, right. Hard to get those up the mountains. Because I wonder if, uh, <laughs> if, if they had the. <laughs> it's the 1995 NHL draft. Then we can see who drafted what. I don't think they moved overnight. Well, no, I just want to see if it was before or after the draft. I'm pretty sure it was before the draft that they were technically the Colorado Avalanche. Or maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I don't have a picture of any oh, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NHL jersey. They were the Colorado just Avalanche Mark at that Shifley. point. <laughs> yeah, just Mark Shifley in his NHL jersey. No, because they picked Mark Denis in the twenty in the first round. So, okay. Yeah. But I think it's worse to be a Browns fan just in life because you're, yeah. you're living in Cleveland. 
Like Colorado, I mean, you know. Colorado is nice. Yeah. But again, their fans, bunch of dickbags. So there you go. Yeah. Well, and I think also because we felt we, we dealt with it firsthand five years ago, Lyle, when they first got into the Stanley Cup final and then Oh know, yeah. You know. Sure. Everyone's like, Oh, it's gonna sure. be great, it's gonna be great. Yeah, I think that's the bigger issue. I feel like the bigger issue is that the the uh, Vegas Golden Knights made it to the Stanley Cup final in their first season, and mm. the Capitals fans were like, fuck you, you are not taking this from us. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, oh, yeah. Listen, I was, I was like, Vegas, good on you. It's a hell of a story you've got going on here, but – Look at this team. Look at these fans. They've been through they a lot. They will fucking this blow is, that place this up. This is their moment, not they, yours. They will Dude, fucking, I might have gone and burned down. They will fucking they you take they will fly the $99 Southwest Airline flight to take down <laughs> yeah. your terrible city. You know, it, okay, okay, let me, let me, now let, let me let me let me put this out there. Okay? Right, put it out there. Let's let's say it's it's not Vegas isn't going up against Florida. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. How would you feel if they were going up against Toronto? John Johnny has an answer for this. Yeah. So I would have been perfectly fine if Toronto made it all the way to the Stanley Cup final and then Vegas beat them because I think it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I'm the same way. Ah, like I already said, I said that to Scotty on like Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, or, or, what, what if the... what if what oh, if yeah. Edmonton would have made it to the Western Conference final? Against, I I don't know if no, the would've, brackets would have worked out that way, but Vegas beat Edmonton and then Toronto. It's better, <laughs> yeah. Better. I would have been yeah. fine, but well, they did beat, perfect, they did beat Edmonton. Edmonton beating Toronto in the oh, finals. did they beat Edmonton in the first round? Second round, second round. Yeah. Okay, well, or, or, all right. Let, let me let me throw let right, me throw, throw a another throw more another one out here. Okay, uh, Vegas against. The Bruins. Let's say the Bruins made it all the way to the final after the the, the record setting season. I had. would I would have wanted the Bruins as much as I hate Boston. Yeah, I, so I have a weird feeling about that. Like I'm okay with the Bruins winning that because I kind of like the team that had that won the President's Trophy to win the Stanley Cup if they make okay. it that far. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. Good. I got one more for you, yeah, and then I'll right. I'll stop hijacking the no, show. No, that's fine. We'll then we'll, no, we'll, I, do, we'll I, do ours. I, I think this one's a layup. We'll do ours. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, John Claude Van Dam explosion and the fucking <laughs> finals called off, and nothing. You know, T-Mobile centers uh, torn asunder. <laughs> It's the only the only right answer. Like I stop watching hockey and I just pick up full time lacrosse and then it should be lacrosse commentary. I mean, can Vegas beat them in three games? <laughs> <laughs> That's Johnny's fantasy right there. <laughs> Fuck the sweep. Can yeah. they do it in three? And we'll just like they don't even show goal. up for the fourth game. They're just like, yeah, we forfeit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're done. We're going home. We've already lost. Yeah, we we know. But we they're can. already home because they don't have as good of a record as Vegas in the first true, place. So they're true. playing games three and four at home. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Even better. All right, I I'd got, love for the I'd love for the Penguins to lose on their home ice. All right, I got I got one. So the Vegas <coughs> Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're taking on a bunch of mini dickus. Ooh, how many mini dickus? Uh, at least twenty three. That's a lot of people on the night. A lot of mini dickas, yeah. I go with mini dickas. All right, that one. Yeah, just, just yeah. by swarm. By a swarm. <laughs> by swarm. <laughs> I mean, they've got to have at least 13 goalies at that point. That's true, yeah. <laughs> just stack them up. Um, all right. Uh, Lyle. No. 
I, I think I'm okay with Vegas winning in situations. I'm, I'm actually okay with Vegas winning this year as well. Yeah. I, Let's just get that I'm shit out of the way. Not okay. Well, okay. So here's a completely different tangent before we move off Vegas. Okay. That's fine. How much does the NHL profit mm-hmm. and or get their foot in the door mm-hmm. having Vegas, the Golden Knights, win the Stanley Cup? Before the Raiders are not a shit show and the athletics show up in town. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That will ensure because let's be honest. Yeah. The the Golden Knights have benefited from the longest time being the only game in town. Really, as far as actual big league pro sports, they win the Stanley Cup. Okay, that town is theirs. That town is theirs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. that's that's massive. Yes. Because they will not have squandered the time that they were there. So the Raiders, we know, will be a shit show. The A's, it's going to take a while for them to, to you know, they got to get away from that goddamn money ball shit and, and actually get some people in there that can do some 21st century thinking mm-hmm. and help them out. Again, mind you, of course, it didn't help that they've been fucked around for, for over three, three decades by their current ownership in, uh, in Oakland. But regardless, yeah, the, the Golden Knights can't squander this opportunity. They can't squander this time. So, I, yeah, Johnny, I think that's an excellent point. If they win if they win the Stanley Cup this time, that town is going to be theirs because, yeah, it's going to be a while before the Raiders and the A's can yeah. be something. So, yeah. I, th- I mean, you I think have it's... to look at the, NHL or the uh, NFL as being bigger than the NFL or the NHL, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So you have to look at the NFL being bigger than the NHL. So yeah. – if Vegas can get a, or if the Golden Knights can get a foothold before an NFL be- team becomes good yep. in Vegas, I yep. mean, mm-hmm. that's that's a like that's like four feathers in the Ve- in the NHL hat right there. Oh like, yeah, ready to like just keep going on in the future. Yeah. At least you can hold your own then. You know that when that that NFL team gets good, you'll still be able to hold your own. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because you have so, to be able to pull fans for the first half of the season. Yeah. When the NFL is playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Sunday. Exactly. Sundays. Yep. Having your Stanley Cup champions. Or, you know. Of course, they're still going to have to try and stay competitive, too. I mean, sure. winning the Cup now helps. And you get that nice glow for about two, three years. But they're going to have to stay at least reasonably competitive. Make the playoffs every year. You know, for as long as you can. And at some point they're going to have to. Some point they're going to have to start restocking that uh, that roster because they're going to get old real quick. That's mm-hmm. the one downside. The way that team's constructed right now, uh, you know, I mean, Eichel's still in his prime. Yeah, Theodore's still in his prime. Yeah, that's great. You know, they do have a couple of good kids there. Zach Whitecloud is uh, Zach Whitecloud isn't going to be a big star, but he's he's a solid defenseman. But you look at the other guys there. You know, I mean, Marsha Show and 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 uh, Riley Smith. They're they're getting getting older. They're pushing in around their thirties now. Uh, Petter Angelo's in his early thirties. You know, um, with other you know some of these other guys, they're going to start getting that. Team, as I said, some of their core guys are going to start getting old real quick. So they're going to need to start bringing in some youth. And it's not always going to be by free agency or making trades. They're going to actually have to draft and draft well. By the way, fun fact: Montreal Canadiens fans will always be grateful to GM GM for drafting and then trading Nick Suzuki to us. Bless oh, you, sir. Let the good times Bless roll, you. baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. add, add that to his list of P, uh, Philip Forsberg and Nick Suzuki. Now. Oh, yeah. There you go. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Um, 
Well, that's what they wanted to pay. Hey, you wanted they wanted Max Pacioretty that bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, got to What is it? You got to uh, spend money to make money, Lyle. Go fall, go fall, go fall. Mm. Um Please tell me this is big... Ah, here we go. This is there we go. The, when I think Colorado Avalanche history. There we go. Mark Denis, uh the first pick <laughs> of the <laughs> Colorado that is, a, that is a beautiful jersey. That's the old All-Star jersey. I, I, love, lo- I love that old crest, by the way. Yeah. They should bring it back. I love the old All-Star jersey. They should have wore that this year instead of the debacle they had this year. Oh, been great. Um, all right, eight years, 64, 63 million for your board, Let's Cole go. Caulfield. It's good money. Love it. Good money. Oh, yeah. Love that, it. Good deal. That is going to pay off handsomely for the Canadians oh, yeah. down the road. Yes. It's it's about like 7.7 mil or something like that. Seven, just, yeah. just under it's, eight. Yeah, he's making just slightly less than his line mate and team captain Nick Suzuki. Which was absolutely beautiful, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was that was uh, one of Mark Bergeron's uh, final... Bergeron? Bergevin. Sorry. That's one of Mark Bergevin. Yeah. yeah. That was one of Mark Bergevin's uh, final uh, gifts, I guess you could say, for the was Canadians. It, was it for... Mark Bergeron, the guy from uh, Double Dare? <laughs> there no, is. that was that Mark was Tom Summers. Bergeron. Oh, Tom, oh. Tom Bergeron was the What's Your Jigger who does uh, America's Funniest Videos. Gotcha. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I've I've seen some reaction to that kind of like, oh gee, that's a long time, and oh well, what if he gets hurt and he's so small about this and and all this? It's like for fuck's sakes, before he got before he had to shut it down, he had 26 goals in 46 games this season, uh-huh. and the, he kept playing for six weeks after he suffered the initial injury and was still scoring. So I don't think that's going to be an issue at all. I, this kid. This kid has 40 goal potential every year. You know, I mean, if he can keep hitting 40 goals regularly on a healthy Canadians team, that that is going to pay off so well for the Habs down the road. Plus, he actually wants to fucking be there. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's a fun fact about Montreal Canadians. If you're part of their system and come up through their system, they're used to it because this is all they know is Montreal. So they understand the pressure. And they know what it's like to be there when it's good. You know, uh-huh. Cole Caulfield was there for that that Stanley Cup, yep. that run to the Stanley Cup final two years ago. He and Nick Suzuki and a lot of the other young guys who were with them on that team then who's still with them now, like Josh Anderson, guys like that. They know how great Montreal can be when you are going mm-hmm. to the Stanley Cup final, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's part of the reason why the fans are being so patient with them because they know what's coming with the youth they've got coming in. And yeah, Caulfield sees how great that is. So of course he wants to stay. His best friend is Nick Suzuki. Helps that your, you know, your best friend is your line mate too. And they've got tremendous offensive chemistry. So to have both of them for what? 15 million change combined for two guys that are going to be the cornerstone of your franchise for the next well, seven years really under because, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, at least the next seven because Suzuki's in the first year of his current contract. I mean, damn, man. That yeah. Ken Hughes so far as general manager, honestly, guys, he's I'm not fan. saying this as a homer or anything like that, having Canadians goggles on. Like, he hasn't put a, <laughs> a, a, a he hasn't made a false step yet. No, nope. he's been fantastic. Yep. Man, like, 
you know, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen at the draft because you know he's got another trade up his sleeve. I don't he's know. It's a Wednesday people. night. Like fuck. And it's going to so, be interesting to see what he's going to do for what he's going to do with that fifth overall pick too. So do you start seeing a run of agents become GMs now? Because there was a period of time where everybody went toward that like analytics group as being. Mm-hmm. Like moving toward the 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 higher ups, the executives. Do you see like like do other? It's a fucking copycat league, right? Do other teams start seeing how good Kent Hughes has been and being like, all right, maybe we should go the same route? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. And especially if the Canadians turn it around quickly, if if within the next three years. They're not just a playoff contender, but, you know, a potential threat to stage a Stanley Cup run, say, in the next five. Oh, oh, hell yeah. But, I mean, just by seeing what what he's signing his best players for, what he's getting, mm-hmm. like, you know, his best yeah. players locked into really good contract. Because that's one advantage of being a player agent. You know, you know how this game is played. You know all the ins and outs. There, you know, when you're sitting across the table from a fellow player agent, <laughs> you know you're not going to be able to. They know they're. Can not you imagine be able to that conversation? It. Yeah. Like he sits there and he's like, "All right, fuck off, Jean Luc. We know <laughs> that you and I are going to settle for seven and a half million dollars over the next eight years. So why don't we just get to it? And we can go fucking drink. Like, yeah, pretty much. Just get pretty there much. and let's go. Yeah. Like. Let's just bandy bandy about the nickety pickety. Okay, you want to give him a no trade clause in in the fifth year? I'm saying the sixth year. Uh, you want to make it full? I'm saying twelve team. Yeah, let's bandy. But let's listen. We'll, we'll we'll work this out on the back of a cocktail napkin. You know, when 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 you're ordering the next round, we'll get this done. Listen, yeah, we could be sitting here with our dicks in our hands, or we can be getting drunk at Club Super Sex. You fucking tell me. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> Let's go. We still got that Irish bar. There and, you go. And the the Saint Jean Baptiste is on the way. Yeah. Let's that was go. the same speech that Spatala gave. Yeah. But in all seriousness, in all seriousness, though, Johnny, to your point, I I think yeah, I I definitely think you're going to start. The problem is, it's going to be trying to convince though a lot of these agents to want to become general managers because a lot of them a lot of them have very lucrative clients they're not going to want to part ways with them uh a lot of them are maybe looking at setting up some of them even have their own agency but i feel like you have enough agents that are Mm -hmm. that have aging contracts Mm -hmm. that would be like well I don't really have anybody new coming in, so this is probably a great jump for me. Could be. Like, and I do not want to say this name out loud, uh, but, and I don't see him being a GM, but Alan Walsh Get is, probably, is probably <laughs> the person that you're looking at in this situation because he has so many aging players right now that mm. he has no one new coming in, mm-hmm. right? So he's been there, done that. Yes, he's a fucking asshole, and he's got a glass ego, but he is probably the prime candidate for, like, jumping from being an agent to working in it as a GM somewhere. Mm. 
as long as you owe too, you've also got to be willing though to work uh, to work with your team president. Don't don't True. pull a Kyle, don't yeah. pull a Kyle Dubas. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, it, for Montreal, it was right place, right time. You know, because Ken Hughes actually, to your point about uh, you know an agent having some aging clientele, Ken Hughes, yeah. he, he was he was the agent for Patrice Bergeron. Bergeron's getting up there, you know, but. He was the guy who managed to got him a, a very good, you know, long-term contract that, of course, as he got older, I mean, and all of a sudden it wasn't quite as good, but the Bruins loved that, you know, the Bruins loved it because, well, that set an artificial ceiling that nobody else was allowed to exceed until Patrice was well past it, you know, and now it's David Pasternak. But regardless, uh, Hughes was very well respected, though. He was considered a tough negotiator, but he was very well respected. So that's the thing, you know, you, you don't want the, the problem for Alan Walsh is he may not necessarily be respected. You know? <laughs> and if he's not, maybe somebody, maybe uh, their teams might not be so inclined. But if, yeah, I, I think we may see uh, mm. perhaps some other uh, player agents try to make that jump. And again, the more successful that Ken Hughes becomes doing this, especially if the Canadians really benefit from what he's been doing. You know, oh yeah, the more likely you're gonna you're gonna start seeing the names of player agents starting to pop up a lot more often as yeah. potential management candidates. He's kind of shown the template. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it definitely helps to have that experience. You know, when you when you think about it in hindsight. So I'm honestly surprised it took so long for that to occur, though. Oh, I'm not, though, Johnny, because as much as this is a copycat league, remember, it's also a very small-minded, conservative-minded league as well. They they hate change. That's why you always – that's why for years and years and years, you know, it's been former players. And it's because because some former players became general managers and got really good at it. You know, I, th- I think all the way back, like Christ, and of course, I'm being old, feeling old here right now saying mm-hmm. it. But I remember when Sarah Savard became uh, the general manager of the Canadians 40 years ago. When I first heard that, I thought they were nuts. And he turned around and he built a team that went to three cup finals and won two championships. So yeah. but after you saw that template and then other others started to emulate it, Glenn Sather being a perfect example as well with the Oilers back in the day. It just opened all that up to, oh, yes, you know, former players, certain former players. Oh, yeah, they got a mind for this. They can do this. And some of them do and some of them don't, you know. So it took takes a long, long time. The same as it took a long, long time for people who are experts in analytics to be able to move into front office jobs, you know, um, because there was always that resistance to it for the longest I feel time. Like there's a, I feel like there's a very good spot for analytics and it's not a gm it can be if they're open-minded they have to be open-minded and understand that analytics as i said before yes it's an important part of your toolbox but it's not the only thing you've got you've got to be able to use everything you know yeah i mean my whole thing my understanding with kyle dubas was that he was a big time analytics guy um but i did never really saw the analytics part of it kind of dominating his decision making especially when he was making trades you know he was very quick to be able to identify you know to understand that his teams had certain needs and would go out and and try to fill those specific needs without necessarily going well what's his analytics oh his puck possession numbers aren't that strong oh well i don't want him oh but he's physical he does what he needs to do he drives guys into the boards these are the type of players you need when you get in the playoffs that was never the case. If that was the case, I don't think Jake Muzzin would have been a Toronto Maple Leaf. So, 
My my favorite part about the whole anal- advanced statistics and analytics when it comes to hockey is that hockey, as Lyle pointed out, is such a slow. They don't accept change quickly. I'll put no. it that way. And no, now the analytics ship is sailing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it never really caught hold in hockey because <laughs> it took so long to catch on in the first place that now they're like, yeah, I told you it wasn't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is, yeah, that, that's the problem, though. Too many of them are, are too quick Why to jump the on bulb? it as failure. You know, but I mean, but it, the, the thing is, I mean, you, you, you have analytics is, is every team has analytic departments now and, you know, yes. they rely on them quite a lot. But to your point, though, we but don't they need see, to be a piece. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But you don't really see very many analytics gurus as general managers. I know Eric Tulski, uh, he's the uh, analytics guru for, is it Carolina, I believe? Yes. Carolina. Yeah, uh, he's been mentioned over the last two years. Every any time that a management job comes up, he's he's been mentioned as a candidate, but nobody's hired him as of yet. Now, you know, I uh, maybe uh, Kyle Dubas does that, hires him or tries to hire hire him uh, uh, for Pittsburgh. Well, we'll they see. fired everyone else, so. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see there, but we haven't really seen somebody who's just out and out like, yes, I'm an analytics guru and I'm doing, except for John Chaka. I'm wrong. John Chaka of the Coyotes was very much, you know, a big time adherent of uh, analytics. Yeah. But people say, well, yeah, look what that got the Coyotes. No, what got the Coyotes wasn't analytics. It was the fact that they were poorly managed and they, you know, were going, they were going through owners like socks. It was the fact they didn't have anybody above that. Right, exactly. Uh, There is, by the way, a good conversation about Kyle Dubas that we can probably push till last week, next week, week, Mm -hmm. um, about I saw an article or a question of if Kyle Dubas is trustworthy after his leave from the Leafs and taking the Pittsburgh Penguins job. So I think that might be a next Yeah, I think topic. we should leave that Pencil to next that week. Pencil that in for next week. For yeah, sure. I wouldn't mind talking about that. Um, two quick names, Lyle. Uh, yep. Anthony Mantha and uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mantha, apparently, Caps are saying he's available. Pierre-Luc Dubois has said that he will not re-sign with the Jets. Uh, what can we expect out of those two this summer? Uh, well, Mantha, that's going to be a tough sell. I think that, I think the caps are going to try to trade him, but don't be surprised if they buy him out, uh, before the end of June, mm-hmm. the bio period, uh, starts either the 15th of June or 48 hours after the completion of the Stanley cup final, uh, whichever comes last. So, you know, which the way things are going, it could be the 15th of June. And it runs to June 30th at 5 p.m. So I think Mantha's more a bio candidate than a trade candidate, but I I wouldn't dismiss it. I wouldn't rule it out. McClendon might, might be able to pull something off. Dubois, that one's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah, his agent. I just saw that tonight. His agent has apparently told the Jets, "Look, he's not he's not interested in sticking around. He's going to be gone. Let's just get this over with. You know, let's trade him." So Montreal is in the mix, of course, but I don't. I wouldn't put them down as a slam dunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, to go there. There's a lot of teams, though, that could use him. Colorado Avalanche, I think, would really love to have him on their their second uh, their second line as a center. Oh, and one other name for you real quick. Uh, Alex Dabrinka, apparently yes. t- uh, today his agent uh, provided a list to the uh, to the senators of uh, potential trade destinations. I think, yeah, he's he's gone when you've when wow. you've come to that point, he's gone. He's going to be traded probably by the draft, if not before. 
There we go. Uh, that lasted not too long. No, and it certainly doesn't look good for the Sens because they traded but, for this guy at the draft last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I, I don't understand it, the, it though because they're a team on the rise. Like, why? What's going on? Maybe he just doesn't like Ottawa. Who mm. knows? Well, that's probably true. I've been there for like a week, and yeah. I was like, I'm out. Oh well, yeah, well, but you were on the river, and there was like five TV let's, stations. Let's see. This was the thing I talked about though when they made that trade last year. I said it comes with a risk because he was a year away from restricted free agency and would be a year away from his UFA eligibility at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I said you better make sure you got him locked down into a contract if you're going to do this because he could he could turn around and say nope, I don't want to be here, and he's gone. Yep. And that apparently is what's happening now. So. Not a good look, but, you know, they can save face. They can salvage this if they can get a good return. I don't think the Senators are going to want, like, draft picks and prospects here. They're no. going to want – I think you're looking at this to be a player-for-player player deal here. It has to be. I think you have to get a yep. roster guy back. Um, yep. Our little, little quick hockey. Oh. We go to 2001. <clears throat> we go to December 27th, 2001. We go to the before Joe, the trade deadline. Before the trade deadline, right after Christmas. Go to the Joe Louis Arena. We see the Detroit Red Wings and the Columbus Blue Jackets. <clears throat> Mark, uh, start us off. Uh, what year? Uh, nah, 2001. Oh, man. So I have a quick question Sheesh. real quick before we start this. Oh, okay. man. Am I allowed to go out using the audio from uh, Lars Eller scoring the, the cup-clinching the cup goal in Vegas from um, – from John Walton. I don't care. Go for it. Do it, yes. man. Not I think he means, uh, you know, licensing was, but sure. Why not? <laughs> what are they going to do? Gonna well, do they're us? not going to come after us for a brief blurb like that, are they? It's no. a minute and 35 seconds. I mean, look, okay, we, we're Christ. using broadcast clips in our intro every week. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Plus, Don't our sweat. videos are unlisted I, on YouTube. It's fine. Listen, they have to send you cease and desist first. Exactly. They have to send you a warning first. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Sounds great. I mean, right. you're good. Cool. You, yeah. I um, mean, right. you should have just done Raby it. Ben Raby just put it on Twitter. Why can't I not use you it? You should have just done there it. There you go. <laughs> you should have just done it. And who owns that anyway? Let's be honest. Just do it. All right. Nike um, just says, just do Mark, it. Mark, what do you got? Uh, Nicholas Lidstrom. Nicholas Lidstrom <clears throat> on the board. Johnny. Who are we playing again? I was Jesus watching Christ. Twitter. <laughs> Columbus, Detroit. Columbus, Detroit. 2001. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Um, A future first-round matchup. Wow. 2001 Columbus, Detroit. Uh, Corey Stillman. Uh, sorry. Mm. No Corey Stillman. Lyle? Steve Eiserman. Steve Ezerman. Sorry. Oh. Oh! Sorry. Knee injury, uh, I'll bet. I was going to say, was that the year he only played like a, a yeah. 10, 10 games and then the playoffs? Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> so. He, he yeah he he played for Canada in that uh, Olympic gold medal thing in a bad knee yeah so he could win gold yeah so there you go um there back go. to Mark Brendan Shanahan Brendan Shanahan's on the board yes Johnny Chris Osgood Chris sorry no Chris Osgood sorry to Lyle uh your favorite Washington Capital of uh, 2008, Sergey Fedorov. Sergey Fedorov, mm-hmm. indeed. It's a very true statement. I was gonna go with Sergey, but I I thought for some reason I, I have this faint memory of him Russian playing Western. in Anaheim at one point, and I thought it might have been then. It's close. No, but he... I think it was like 
not the year after the year after that, I think. They're all the same year. Yeah, it all blends together. Wow, yeah, it's a blur. Uh, Mark, what do you have instead of Fred? I I believe this is going to be the tie-in to the the earlier show part this this week. It's going to be Mark Denis. Mark Denis, you are right. (laughs) There we go, big winner. Nice. So work. you know what? Well, thank you. You know what you get. Mark. Who did he play for, though? <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you get the uh, generic draft hat of the night, uh, the <laughs> of the year award. There you go. You know what? No, hold on, hold on a second. That hat is still better than the Fanatics hat this year. That's true. It's much yeah. better than the draft hats this year. That's for sure. Yeah. Did they not know what color scheme they were going to go? No, with No, they yet? didn't know the team name yet. Yep. Wow. Oh, they knew the team name. They didn't know the color scheme or the logo. So, there you go. He looks scared. Well, I would be too. It's, <laughs> it's like, guys, are you sure? I don't know where Colorado is. I'm a Frenchie. Um, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. Oh, that's so good. Johnny. What um, you uh, uh, um, Henrik Zetterberg. Sorry. A little early for early for him. Said. Yeah, Lyle. <clears throat> um. Well, speaking of early days, guys, let me just uh, say Pavel Datsuk. Pavel Datsuk is on the board. Oh, yes. I picked the wrong one. Picked Thought the wrong that he one, was buddy. there that year. Yes. Damn it. That was his rookie year. I, think. I do believe. Yes. Yeah. Mark. I'll go Espen Knudsen. Espen Knudsen. Da 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 on the board. Nice. Nice pill. Nice Epson Knudsen pool. Thank you. You win the Worldwide Leader Award tonight. Look at you. It is insane <laughs> how much better I know the teams from this era. <laughs> yeah, right. A certain time, right? Even today. Yeah. Uh, Johnny. Did somebody say Nick Lidstrom? Yes. Yes. Yeah. When I wasn't paying attention? Yes. Okay. yes. That, that was Mark right off the top. Yeah. Perfect. I uh, was just making sure. Um, let's see. Who else do we have here? Um, Daryl Sador. Ooh, Daryl Sador, a little early. Oh, sorry, but then kind of in that ballpark. He mm. also played for both teams. <laughs> he did. That's right. Yeah. Um, Lyle. Uh, I'm gonna say Chris Draper. Chris Draper. Yes, he's on the board. Yes. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Mark. Hmm. I'm starting to slow down a little bit here. Uh, <laughs> we always hit uh, that wall at some point. Jeff Sanderson? No. <laughs> no. Lord. Sorry, not there. Yeah. No. I think he was injured that game, but he was on that Blue Jackets roster. Cause I hey, there you go. There you go. There you, go. You, get, right. you get the not dressed award. That's yeah. a terrible <laughs> Same award. Same as me for the Eisenman. Yeah. yeah. The not dressed award. Not dressed award. Uh, co-holders. Mm, Johnny? Um... Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had somebody in my head, and I just lost them. I hate when that happens. Um, it's like when I walk into a room, don't know what the fuck I walked in there for. Agreed. All the time it yeah. happens. It's like my brain's just slowly falling apart. You are almost 45. That's true. That's a very true statement. Um, let's try Chris Clark. Chris Clark, sorry. Ooh. Sorry. A little early for him. Uh, to Lyle. Brett Hull. 
Brett Hall is on the board, yes. Cha-ching. To Mark. Forgot about that. Yeah. This Devils team is loaded. Uh, this Red Wings team is loaded. You're right. Not Dirt, Devils Devils team. Team. See? I was like, hold on. Hold on. We're talking about with the age. Devils? Holy shit, man. I, to my age. I was thinking Scott Niedermeyer, but then I was like, I think he's playing for the Devils. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Devils. Not even, the right, not even the correct conference at this point. I'm in at time. the age where I'm lucky if I remember to put on pants before I leave the house. Man, Jesus Lyle, come on, man. That, that doesn't have anything to do yeah, with Scotty age. Scotty was there 20 years exactly. ago. Exactly. I was fucking there in high school, brother. <laughs> Finally catching the bus. Let's go. Uh, Mark, what do you got? I am. Uh, I think this was later in the aughts, Never but know. I'll go with it anyway. Matthew Schneider. Matthew Schneider. Yeah, a little later in the aughts. Yeah, I think it's the, the Rangers aughts. at this point. Yeah. Johnny? Um, Dominic Hasek? Sorry. No, Dom. Oh! Dom did, ouch. Not, did not play this game. Ouch. Lyle? I don't remember the years that Dominic Hasek played for the Red Wings, but uh, um, he did win a cup there. He was there twice. Yeah, two cups there. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, Luke Robitaille. Luke Robitaille on the board. Wow, on the board. Mark, sir, that was a who's who. Yeah, that was the last true superstar team. Yeah. in the NHL, they really were. Like that was just yeah. So many Hall of Famers on that team. Yeah, Mark, what do you got, buddy? Uh, eh, Rick Nash. Sorry, no Rick Nash. Too early. Yeah, a couple years too early. Um, actually, yeah, no, actually, that's that summer they drafted him, two thousand two. Uh, Mark, or sorry, Johnny. Um, Andrew Castles. Oh, sorry, no Andrew Castle. Oh, we almost had that. We almost, <laughs> almost had that Hartford Whalen. Almost had the Andrew drop. Yeah, Lyle. Uh, uh, oh, Chris Chelios. Chris Chelios, indeed, on the board. Oh, fuck damn it! By the way, Chris Chelios not returning to ESPN next year. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Uh, Part of the budget cuts. Yeah. Mark TNT will scoop him up. Oh God, I hope not. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, only if they drop business. Yeah, I guess so. It's yeah, really. Trade. By the way, can I say Wayne Gretzky's gotten better at this? Uh, yes, he has. In, in host analyst stuff as the season's gone along. Mm-hmm. I really love that line about there's but he hasn't seen so many tens in a game since Nadia Comaneci in the seventy since Olympics. That was <laughs> Man, a yeah, drop. that was fucking boomer <laughs> yeah. drop. Uh, Mark. Um. Tim Shovelday. Oh, you get the sh- oh, you know him and you love him. You get the she- Chevy to the Levy Award tonight, but he is not there, unfortunately. <laughs> Dang. Uh, Johnny? Ed Belfour. Sorry, no Ed Belfour. Trying to figure out who the fuck this goalie was. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Lyle? <laughs> I'm going to leave that to you because I have no idea. Um, I'm going to say Darren McCarty. Darren McCarty on the board. Yes. And let's go to last call for Mark of the am I'm having a name come to my head. Oh, here we go. I don't remember his first name, but his last name was Abdulkader. Justin. Justin Abdulkader. Yeah. That's a little too early, I think. Yeah. That's seven years off. Mm. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. 
He played for the Red Wings. He, 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 he did. He oh, played yeah, on the Stanley Cup did. team for Red Wings, but it was like the I re- one I tell after. you guys, I yeah. see their name yeah. in that font. Yeah. I'm like, the, okay. I know he played for that team. Yeah. yeah. yeah that him... was like the, I think he was the 0809 team was yeah. when he, yeah, or 0809. Yeah. 07, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, 08, Hey, there you go. <laughs> Columbus Blue Jackets legend. Yep, indeed. There it is. Indeed. Lyle, last call. I'm sticking with the Red Wings. Uh, Kirk Malpe. Kurt Malpe, sorry. Oh! Uh, wait, was it, hold was on. Was he on the team? On the board. Or? Hold on. On the board. Yeah. The, the M's The M's for this team go down to 14 Yay. of 17. So it's like it, he was wow. way down the list. Okay. All right. So for Columbus, Serge Alban, Radim Bachanik, Kevin Deneen, John Luke Grandpierre, Rusty Klesla, Knutson was mentioned, Grant Marshall, Chris Nielsen, Lyle Odeline, Sean Pronger, Jamie Pusher, Jody Shelley, um, Sillinger oh. was mentioned. My hometown boy. Yeah. Oh, Luke Richardson. Yeah. Oh, no. Blake, Blake, uh, Blake Sloan. Mattias T. Mander, David Baborny, Ray Whitney, Tyler Wright, and Mark Deney. Ray Whitney. Yeah. Well, for, I just got so I got fixated on that Red Wings team. So sure. Yeah. Uh, for the Red Wings, <coughs> Sean Avery, uh, Chelios oh. <laughs> was mentioned, <clears throat> Matthew Dandino, uh, Datsuk was mentioned, Boyd Devereaux, Draper was mentioned. So was Fedorov, Yuri Fisher, uh, Tomas Holmstrom. Oh, uh, that mule. Yep. For some reason, I could not think of him, and mm. I kept thinking of um, Setterberg of of Holmstrom. Mm. Not Ho- not not Tomas, but like the guy that played our Hornquist. No, oh, there you go. In, in Pittsburgh, sure, right, right. Hall was mentioned. Maxim Kuznetsov, Igor Larionov, uh, Lindstrom, Malpe, McCarty were mentioned. Frederick Olison, Robitaille, and Shanahan were mentioned. In net, Manny Legacy. Oh, Manny, Manny, Manny Legacy. Legacy. Speaking of shitty goalies that yeah. played on real good teams. Yeah, shitty goalies that won a cup. <laughs> <laughs> the last last on us then. <laughs> yeah, LOL. Got us. All right, Lyle, thank you again. We will talk about the uh we'll talk about the good stuff of Kyle Dubas and him sinking one team and then sabotaging another. It's a great time for everybody involved. Telling all y'all it's sabotage. Hell yeah, baby. Let's do that. We'll talk to you okay. next week, buddy. Have a good one, guys. Take to you next week. There he goes. Lawrence, InspectorsHockey.net. At SpectresHockey on the Twitter. Johnny P, shout outs. Um, I will give a shout out to uh, the Capitals winning the Stanley Cup. I uh, appreciate that that happened. The uh, audio that I was going out to apparently is not what I thought it was. So, oh, um, okay. It's not going to work. Um, was it just a reminiscing? Yeah, it was like a conversation about the puck. Oh, it's vulcanized rubber. That where the puck was that um, Eller scored with, and yeah, didn't want didn't want to go out to that. Um, so I didn't want to. I didn't want people to stick around for that can't find the actual like call which is weird i feel like that should be thrown out at this point um yeah so caps won the stanley cup fantastic it's still amazing i still 
don't actually care if the Capitals do anything good or not anymore. Um, it is what it is. Uh, they won the Stanley Cup in my lifetime. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, give a shout out to uh, the Black Bears again. Fantastic run. Uh, posts coming out. I've got two posts of pictures coming. Scotty's done all of his writings. Last one comes used, out Friday. Used all my pictures. Um, so We're getting a lot of work out of that Braden Standard picture because you are right. That is one of the best pictures. It might be one of the best pictures I've taken yeah. in five years. Yeah. Um, I like this jersey a lot. Mm-hmm. I like I like the the addition of the Robertson Cup patch. I like I never bought a black jersey in the first place. So And you got an it, MSJ kid. It feels like yeah. And I got the, the MSJ. The uh Irvy Twilliger top. Um so good all around. Um Yeah. And uh shout out to uh playing golf on I'm playing golf on Friday. None of the people that I work with listen <laughs> to the show, so it really doesn't matter that much. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Nice. So, all in all, good times. Surprised there's no audio of John Walton saying that the Capitals won the Stanley Cup so that I can use it for the show tonight. I do have audio of uh, Adam Cole Baby. Um, talking tonight on AEW. Though. Maybe so, go out to that. that kind of the same. Kind of the same thing. <laughs> he's been good since he's been back. My God. Oh, yeah. No, I love Adam Cole, baby. All right. Mark, what do you got for us? Shout out to my beer tonight. Negation is a uh, 12% Russian stout Adroit Theory. I had a couple of those left in the fridge, so had one. Excuse me. Good stuff. Thank you for everyone that came out to celebrate my birthday on Saturday. It was a ridiculous night. We went out in Baltimore, uh, left the kids in Pasadena with my parents. Uh, it was it was a it was a wild evening. I don't remember the end of it. It was fantastic. I actually didn't even remember we went to another bar after Walt's in. So you did because I left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had to uh, look up on my Google timeline. Hey, there you go. How hey, I, where so, where I so where Google I went. tracking you was actually helped out at some yeah, point. Yeah, I was like everybody was like, yeah, we went somewhere else before uh, before you went home, and I said, don't remember that. There's a place called El Buffalo. Ah, it means the buffalo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. On the square, I believe, or close There's to Josh the Allen there. Ah, yes, the Buffalo. That's great. Um, I, I was going to have another shout-out, and I don't remember what it was. So, Oh, uh, that diss to the school year ending. Oh, shit. Uh, so now i got to try to work from home with... Oh. I thought you were going to say, i got to go in the office now. Kids running around. It's all right, man. But congrats to Hudson for finishing kindergarten, I guess. Hey, my man. So there you go. Um, he was gonna come on tonight, but he got very tired. And I, no, I get it. I feel, I feel him. I was gonna take a nap before the show too. After all this fucking life insurance shit, disaster. 
Um, shout out life insurance. This to the guy who sent me the note about the life insurance and then promptly retired from State Farm. Um, shout out to Stan who realized that the oil changes that he'd been getting emails about thinking it was mine were actually mom's van. So shout out to that. <laughs> shout out to nice. mom who had uh, eye surgery the other day. She's doing great. She's got a black eye. Dad's gonna. They have a graduation party to go to this weekend. Dad's gonna be like, "Nah, I didn't do it. Don't you fucking don't you do that to me? Fuck you." Um, shout out to uh, Dan. That he's gonna make a disparaging comment about Italians. I'm sure. Oh yeah, no. Well, I'm gonna show him that fucking. Hey, Dad, I found the place in Minnesota for you. <laughs> <laughs> show him the picture of uh, the Dago place. Um, shout out to Dan Vincent who just show, uh, sold his Connor McDavid. Uh, Mint Nine, Future Watch Auto Number Seventy Four of Nine Ninety Nine for Ten Grand. That's amazing. So Beckett Autograph Ten Ten uh, Gem Mint Ten. So Ten Grand Sale on Twitter. Gotta love it. Um. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, we're done. Till next week. For Mark with the uh, or for Johnny P. Mark with the C. I'm Scotty Wallace. Take care of yourself and someone else. Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction, Podcast Monsters. Find us on the internet at FOHS Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook as well. And if you want to donate some money, patreon.com slash Show for all the good stuff there. Uh, until we talk to you guys in a week's time, it'll be Flag Day. So get that going for yourself. And we'll talk more hockey and Kyle Dubas and what the Black Bears did at the NAHL draft. So until next week. Peace. Oh, no. That's an ad. What? Michael Kempney now getting up the left side for Washington. Sending it back in along the left-hand side. 7.40 to go. Puck in front. Connolly with a chance. A shot. They score! They score! The puck on a rebound for Zeller! Eller gets the rebound and puts it home. And Washington leads it 4-3 with 7.37 to go. The Tiger pouncing at the moment that he can potentially be the hero.